Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Watching? No. no? Man, how about that? And we lost. We're good. We lost. Huh? Are you sure? I'll give a Ray J call. All right. Now, what up, everybody? This is Dead End Sports. You're probably thinking, where, where's Ken, Kyle, Steve, Easy. Everybody's like, who is this? Who are these dudes? Why is this dude in the Celtics jersey? Oh man, we got a panel tonight. Anyway. So basically, we're taking cover for our usual host, Rob the Bench. Uh, like Kyle told everybody last week, we got our own little panel of myself. Q is the normal off the bench. Plus, I got Dakota from Ridiculous Upside, the one and only Snotty Drippin'. Hey, yo, what's up, man? All praises do. My fellow Celtic fan. Um, Q, we got also we have Matthew Miller, I want to say. That's correct? Yep. And I... I can't see Big Stowe right now because his camera isn't working, unfortunately. But that that's the managing editor of Dead End Hip Hop on the West Side, people. So please, give him his respect. Yes, LeBron James, best player in the NBA. That's all I got to say about it. Yeah, it's just like the damn episode. And <laughs> last but not least, I wish I wish I had your name, good sir. What is your name? Uh, it's Pete. Pete, all right. Yeah. Well, that's a large panel. It's more than just four. So this yeah. is Dead End Sports. First things first. The thing that we need to cover that's been driving everybody with a frenzy, NBA free agency. And, of course, the biggest story of them all, Kevin Durant. Join the Warriors. How are you feeling about this? Uh, first of all, Ryan, you want to break down the deal for us, uh, years and all that? Uh, basically, he signed a one-in-one -one deal uh, with a player option. I think it's for like $54.3 I want to say. So basically, yeah, 54.3 player option the second year. And they Golden State has to basically gut their bench for Festus Azili, Barnes goes, Bogut's get traded, and they just signed Zaza Pachulia and David West. David West today. David and they're still going to sign a bunch of vet minimums. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and apparently there's an APB out for uh, Ray Allen, so we're going to look out for that. But. For, uh, <laughs> Alright, so um Ryan whoever wants to take it first, um I feel like Ryan has a lot of thoughts on K D going to Golden State. <laughs> I'll know. give my I'll give my forty eight hour story last, honestly, because it's, I'm gonna take too much time. I want everybody else to talk first. Alright. Uh who wants to go first? Pete, I hey, I'll go first. Oh, Alright, what word? What's up? Let's go. Yeah, let me go first, man. Um so I was uh, I've been almost like a uh, OKC fan adjacent for the last few years. I picked him as my as my title favorite since 2012. 
injuries derailed him. But all through that, Kevin Durant said all the right things. And, I mean, I think he really met him at the bottom of his heart. But um, I think this year, and I actually just read a real good article on how him and Westbrook, they're, they're friends, they love each other, but their games don't quite mesh. And we saw examples this year. Um, like, especially, I'd say, my, the key moment I really saw in the finals, I still bring this up, uh, West Conference Finals, against uh, Golden State, they ran the, 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 the Durant-Russ pick and roll. They got the switch. Steph, uh, Steph Curry was guarding KD about, you know, 20 feet from the hoop. Russ looked him off and tried to go one-on-one with Iggy and got stripped. And that is a microcosm of their relationship. Um, it's not because they don't but Russ just believes in himself so much that that's the kind of thing that happens. Um, and, and also, I think kind of it shifts his legacy in my mind. Uh, I love Kevin Durant. He's a top three talent. But with that, with that said, uh, mentality does play into it. And uh, it's really hard to believe that, you know, somebody who we just a couple years ago said, you know, was in the, in the conversation of being the best player in the league, uh, left so what he developed over nine years to go and be the second banana in, in Golden State. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't knock him for it. As far as I don't, like, think badly of him about it. But it does kind of make me kind of question, honestly, and for lack of a better word, his heart. Um, I get it. He wants the ring. That's what that's what legacy is all about, and he wants to make sure his name is remembered correctly. But it says a lot about even it says a lot about us as fans and as analysts that he felt so much pressure that he left his his incubator in his home to go chase a ring. So, um, yeah, that's my take on it. Who else? What's the good one next? Uh, I, I'm going to say, I, I, it didn't really bother me at all. I mean, you know, I know, I understand all the points of people. Oh, he's weak. He took the easy way out and all that crap. But it is what it is. I mean, it, it, it's a different mentality. And I, I said it last night on Twitter with the with these guys now. I mean, you got AAU. Kids are changing AAU teams. I mean, hell, look at LeBron. when He was playing for an AAU team in Oakland back when he was in high school. Guys transfer colleges. Hell, they leave high school. So it's just the mentality of these kids now. It's it's nothing to them, you know. And and why knock a guy? I mean, he was a free agent. Let him let him. He, you know, he uh, he went out there. He improved his job scenario. You know, so he he took a better job. Any one of us would take an upgrade of a job. So I mean, when you look at it in that sense, go ahead, get your money, do what you got to do. And Freddie Coleman on uh, ESPN said this. Pretty much the same thing last night. Like, why not a dude? You know, do you? Yeah, Pete. Yeah, I, I got I got to kind of piggyback off of what what Matt said for the fact that I think it's a positive for Kevin Durant for the simple fact that um, he doesn't have to play hero ball with him and Russell Westbrook in OKC anymore. Um, Golden State basically their play is predicated on getting open man, you know, a shot. Yes, Kevin Durant, a lot of his plays are ISO shots, but now he doesn't have to take that contested shot because there'll be so many open looks, and vice versa for Curry and Thompson. Um, I don't think that Kevin Durant is worried about being the top dog. If he was, him and and, uh, Russ would not have been as good of friends off the court as they were. There would have been a lot more friction beforehand. Uh, So I think it's a good move overall for his personal choice. Now, the rest of the NBA landscape, not so much. Okay. We definitely will get into that. But, uh, Dakota, what's up with you? Um, I, uh, as a basketball fan, I love to see, you know, amazing teams. I'm excited. 
you know, just the thought of KD and stuff, or KD and Clay. KD and Clay, that's kind of hard to say. I could try right there. Uh, working in, you know, pick and rolls just excites the hell out of me. You know, I think I think uh, KD, the reports are saying that KD thought that the Thunder reached, you know, their peak. And even though their peak was, you know, 48 minutes away from making the finals, that was her peak. And he was like, this is all I can do with the team. So that's why I'm moving on with the Golden State basketball fan. I'm just excited to see, you know, four of, like, the top 15 players in the league, you know, coexist on one uh, single squad. All right, uh, Ryan. You want to go or you want me to go? Or is Stowe there? Stowe, are you there? Yeah, Stowe. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm, I'm just trying to absorb everything. I'm, tr- okay. I'm trying to come from the, the Cavs side of everything. So I'm. Stowe is yeah. a resident Cavaliers man, so he thinks he's a shit now. You know, he hyped. But Hello, I am the shit. Back up, dog. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> For anybody that heard the Off the Bench episode of like our five hour argument, anybody will understand how Stowe feels right about now. <laughs> so. All right, so I want you to go because I know you gonna talk that shit. So, what's up with you? I don't. Th- I mean, there's there's really no shit to talk. To be honest, my whole thing is that uh, I mean, the the move worked for Kevin Durant just because I mean, it's uh, we're in an age where you're nothing unless you have a ring. So, and so Kevin Durant did what he had to do. I don't know if I felt like he had a championship contender in Oklahoma to be honest, but I do understand the chemistry issues between. Westbrook and Durant, because honestly, both of them have pretty big chips on the on their shoulders. They've been to the finals before. They're both uh, in 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 the, at least the top three of their of their respective positions. And it's just like, why didn't it work? So for him, for Kevin Durant to to pack up and go to 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 Golden State makes sense. Now where the Cavs come in, I feel like. We, I feel like we still have a chance. I don't. People are already counting us out, as always. You know, uh, all Kevin Durant had to do is sign with the Warriors. Now everybody's back on that bandwagon, driving that dick. But uh, you know, um, <laughs> I think we still have have two really good players in LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. I don't understand why people are forgetting that. Like, um, I think that I it, Ryan, if the 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 article. I think you said last time I was on that uh, you read a report that Kevin Love's knees might have been messed up or whatever. If yeah, that is I read a tweet, yeah, right, something like that. If that yeah. is in fact true, which I think is possible, if we can get Kevin Love even at like eighty percent, just give me something. If he can give us something, I think that we. I think we can still be competition to the Warriors. But people are already saying that you know the Warriors about to win every game by 50 points and stuff like that. We haven't even seen this team on the court yet. Like, people need to relax. Like, we've seen plenty of superstar teams fall, especially in their first year. So, people need to cool it. Yeah. Um, Ryan? Um, basically, I've been, re- like, going back and forth on this, how I felt about it. Like, you hear, you know, Stephen A. Smith going nuts on it. Like, goes a Facebook Live <laughs> video response for, like, 20 minutes about, like... <laughs> <laughs> it was the corniest shit I've ever seen in my life. It's the wicked move I've ever seen by a superstar. <laughs> like, like. He's an idiot, man. Go ahead. 
and I'm just like going back and forth. And I was like, I see both sides of like where people may feel like a subjective way, where it's just like, man, competitively, you had three times you could have beat them, like uh, game six. You were so close, you could have won. And then like all these comments about what he said in the past, because you know he's made out to be the anti-LeBron, so to speak. That's like what uh, I guess media kind of did to him. So it's just like, I get it. It makes sense, and when you think about his game, he's a perfect fit, and it's just like, damn, talk about like, both stars lining up. It's like Kevin Durant could literally be inserted almost on any team, and he'll fit like like a, like a glove, like a jet. Like he's amorphous like substance, and he'll just shift. But um, I think it was interesting because I spent the past weekend on a real GM forum when I got word about uh, a guy who works for the Orlando Summer League, media covering Orlando Summer League, and they're all talking because everyone's like getting media tips. It was OKC was out a lot sooner than a lot of the stuff you're gonna hear because of that Ibaka trade. He said he liked it. He said he liked the Oladipo thing, but that apparently shifted because he did not like Ibaka getting traded. So I think that's definitely being a factor. Now I have screenshots of it, of all the guy who posted stuff. I like made so many bookmarks of it because I just kept reading. I was just like, what's going on? Because apparently it was down to Golden State and Boston. Who would have saw that coming? Nobody. Mm-hmm. He loved the young, hungry talent. I'm reading this right off my phone. Basically, uh, he couldn't pass up at the chance of what many feel is a guaranteed ring. The Warriors also have good inroads in China, and all players are trying to get big as possible in China. With the Warriors, he loves Curry, Green, Thompson. He thinks they're a great bunch of guys and want to play in a locker room he liked. Apparently, Ethan Sherwood Strauss verifies this because I guess in past years, they were in a church at some point. I, I don't know. It's a funny tweet. <laughs> He apparently did a one-in-one to protect himself in case things got really poorly, but has no intentions of opting out. The Celtics will pivot to trying to acquire someone, but they won't go after Westbrook or likely even make another run at Butler. It will come from somewhere else. That was the last thing I read. There's still like 20-some pages I still haven't finished reading. But basically, it was this 48 hours of just like, holy crap, is he coming to Boston? And then all of a sudden, like 6 a.m., you see a, a Yahoo Sports video coming out. He picked the Boston Celtics. Everyone's losing their shit. You see tweets coming out that a, a JetBlue uh, people saw a sighting of Kevin Durant in Logan Airport. Yeah. And then it turns out the guy lied. <laughs> the, yeah. To the guy who tweeted it. The employee did. It was absurd. Apparently, Yahoo said, "Our bad. This is the hypothetical. We planned whatever decision." But it's getting every like all the Celtics fans are going troll, 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 getting trolled. It's like, oh my god, is this gonna happen? It's like 2007 all over again. <laughs> what? <laughs> the timing of everything. You had Tom freaking Brady to the damn meeting. It, it, so yeah, did it, you like this argument? It was crazy. It was crazy. And then when I saw the Warriors, at first I was just this, at first I was like coming off of the high thinking, holy shit, Danny did it. And then when it hit me, I was just like, all right. You picked the Warriors. It makes sense because that's the type of game you want. And if you read the Royce Young article on ESPN today, you'll see that he didn't, he, that's what he wanted, that type of system. And Donovan didn't fully implement that. And he said, I guess it was one game in the playoffs or this earlier regular season where he literally came out of the locker room saying, fucking beautiful. Like, nobody can stop us when we play like that when they had all the ball movement going. So it's just like it, a lot of stuff forced and uh, post-site. So it's just it was crazy. I don't hate it. I get it. Get your ring. But a lot of people aren't going to be happy, obviously, which of course... We're going to talk about, about that. Before so. I go, um, where was where were you when Katie chose the Warriors? That's going to be one, one of those questions. You know how they do, like, where were you when JFK got shot? Where were you when the towers fell? Where were you 
when they added KD. You really gonna compare the towers, dog? Come on, dog. This is, uh, this is, this is a weapon of mass destruction. Sixty years. Golden State just added a weapon of mass destruction, so yeah, I have to compare them to two. Oh, hey, 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 you! Like oh, you said last night, cut his mic. Cut his mic. Get him out. Get him out. The he used Weapon X, dude. Like, come on now. It's not like, dude. They had the Avengers. Like, I said this yesterday on Twitter. It was like, this is the Avengers when they added Spider-Man. It's just like, it's just, it's just, it's just too much. It's, it's just too much. But I want to. They're gonna be the same when they don't win that title, dog. <laughs> I, I want to read. Uh, hey, it's gonna be the biggest upset if they don't win. I want to read. The pressure uh, is on all them. I want to read his, his quick little uh, Players Tribune. Uh, excerpt that he did. I want to read yeah, that. You mean his publicist and his uh, PR guy combined? Yeah, I want to yeah. read that, that <laughs> his uh, PR guy did. Um, Has everybody read the Players Tribune piece? I read yeah. The man used yeah. cognitively. That is not in his vernacular. I'm sorry. For those for those who haven't, I, I want to give them some insight. Uh, it's going to be really quick. It says, this has been by far the most challenging few weeks of my professional life. I understand cognitively, which is something he would never say, that I was facing a crossroads in my evolution as a player and as a man, and that it came with exceptionally difficult choices. What I didn't truly understand, however, was the range of emotions I would feel during this process. The primary mandate I had for myself in making this decision was to have it based on the potential for my growth as a player, as that has always steered me in the right direction. But I am also at a point in my life where it is of equal importance to find an opportunity that encourages my evolution as a man, moving out of my comfort zone to a new city and community which offers the greatest potential for my contribution and personal growth. With this in mind, I have decided that I am going to join the Golden State Warriors. Crazy. I'm from Washington, D.C. originally, but OKC truly raised me. It taught me so much about family as well as what it means to be a man. There are no words to express what the organization and the community mean to me and what they represent in my life forever. Uh, the memories and friendships are something that go far beyond the game. Those invaluable relationships are what made, me, are what made this deliberation so challenging. It really pains me to know that I will disappoint so many people with this choice, but I believe I'm doing what I feel is right. I'm doing the right thing at this point in my life, in my playing career. I will miss OKC and the role I have had in building this remarkable team. I will forever cherish the relationships within the organization, the friends and teammates that I went to war with on the court for nine years, and all the fans and people of my community. They have always had my back unconditionally, and I cannot be more grateful for what they have meant to my family and me. And signed Kevin Durant. Just the fact he said evolution twice in the same same thing tells you right there Kevin Durant didn't have nothing to do with that written piece. Kevin so, Durant, nothing to do with it? Wait a minute, nothing to do with it? I refuse I to mean, believe that. I mean, I would say probably 80% of it, somebody, he had somebody to write, write I think, it for. I think he was sitting down and somebody, yeah, was, somebody yeah. was at the typewriter. Yeah, like, so hey, we're going to fix this. You can't talk like that, so we're going to write like, it. Sound, make think, it sound like you're educated. I, I, think, I, think, I think they polished it. Um, I think there was some dictation. Yeah, I think I think they paused. I mean, what will? I mean, what athlete do you know today does their PR for them? Jalen Brown. But look at every president of the United States. They, for the most part, they have their speeches all written. Right. Exactly. So, so it's not a big I mean, deal. No, no, no. Um, no. Um, well, actually, actually, guys, I have some, I have some inside info on this. 
Kevin Durant had everything ready to go um, on Saturday night. But uh, Derek Jeter, the owner of the Players' Tribune, spent ten full hours going through, uh, through grammar and uh, SEO <laughs> to, hope to make sure everything would be uh, just perfect. So, yeah, everybody has to blame uh, Derek Jeter for all the weight. I mean... <laughs> I, I forgot to even mention the potential of Pat Riley and Jerry West. You know, I just wanted to talk about it real quick. Um, how I feel about the decision uh, to go to Golden State, I am completely on the opposite spectrum of Stephen A. Smith. Good. I am I am in complete happiness at this decision. I said publicly, if you read the tweets, um, I said that I would respect either decision. If he stayed in OKC, would have loved that. If he went to Golden State, I would have loved that. So I'm not one of the people who's like, oh, fuck you when you leave, but, you know, I'm not going to do that to him. Uh, how I feel about Kevin Durant, like I said, I love it. Um, we're in the era now, guys, where we have to stay we have to stay vigilant on our nostalgia and our memories of when we were younger than what we are right now. You know, the things that I knew when I was five is not the way things are now, and vice versa, you know. And things are not going to be the same. Players are not the same. Players are not wired the same way. So I love the move just because of he's taking his destiny into his own hands. For those who say that, you know, this is, like, easy, it's not easy. Um, He's going to be... He's, he's going to be assaulted with so many, many comments about him being, oh, he's weak, or, oh, he's... Already. He, already, they're already throwing, oh, he's weak, or he's a traitor, this and that. I first and foremost, tweets, dude. First and like foremost can, we, can we just dispel the notion right now that athletes owe you anything? Athletes don't owe you anything. They don't. <laughs> right. Athletes don't owe you a time. Athletes don't owe you anything. We want them to do certain things, but they don't owe you anything. Loyalty in sports is not an existing thing. Loyalty in sports only goes so far, dude. It only goes so far. We have to wow. we have to un- understand this. It doesn't happen. Ask the Patriots with Randy Moss. It doesn't happen. Ask the Sixers with Allen Iverson. It only goes so far. You cannot be loyal 100% all, this, all the time, every single day. It's just not going to happen. Business takes precedent over loyalty every single time. Now, in the mindset game, because people are already going to throw out, oh, it talks about his mindset. It talks about where he's at. It talks about his mindset. His mindset is I have potential to literally – would it shock anybody if this team won five straight rings? Would it shock uh, anybody? Yes. It would, I'd would be shocked shock if they won five straight. Five straight. Yeah, I five straight. I, I, I only say tough. that I only say that because they still have to do some very smart – uh, cap management for next year if they're gonna you know be signing to. Plus we have to remember the cap is even gonna go up what thirteen million more next year so somebody right. else could right, but they, fill, they're also gonna throw a Max Curry. I'm yeah. saying the I mean, thing is though the Warriors they'll be able to stay together. But I mm-hmm. think another team like this year like I forgot who it was. It was a guy on ESPN he was on and he was uh he was on the Freddie Coleman show last night on ESPN radio and he was like this is a once in a lifetime thing like it just so happened that this huge, massive jump happened this year. The Warriors lose in the finals. The Thunder lose to the Warriors, and everything just set up perfectly. 
you know, and I, I, he's somewhat right, but when LeBron did it, everything worked out. It just so happened Bosh, Wade, and LeBron were all free agents at the same time. Well, so you know, it could happen know, next year. The thing is, though, these players, they, talk about it. they, they conspire. I, I don't know why this is a... Oh, absolutely. People, they yeah, no, like, it's, it's crazy because guys, you know, in like, on the Reddits or the Twitters and Facebooks, they're always like, oh, these players, man, these players, they, they don't care about nothing. Dude, are you kidding me? Players care about getting ranked. All players care about is, you know, forming super teams now. They did super teams no. back in the 80s, too, dude. Like, they just happen a different way. They happen a different way. They happen a different way. This was, That's because the money was not there. Well, this the super team thing has been traded for their team. Yeah. What's right, this is, right. Go ahead, Dakota. This super team thing has been going on since like the like the sixties. Will Chamberlain joined Elgin Baylor and Jerry West to win a I'm championship. Saying, like I'm, yeah. I'm saying, hey, like so, this, this has yeah. happened. So people are getting angry now when Kevin Durant takes his talents to the Golden State. I think now, I have an idea up? about that. I think I might know why. Not to cut you off, but I think the bigger thing is because like some of the super teams, like the the eighty Celtics, Auerbach did trades for those guys to bring them together. And he swindled people because some people weren't up as up to par as he was and knowing how to work it. So, but this with being a free agent, now the player gets a decision in the matter. It's not out of their hands. Now they get to choose, that's and all right. of a sudden it's like, that's what you choose? How dare you? You know, the thing is, though, it's, 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 it's very arrogant to me for people who are like, I mean, you could choose where you want to go, just not there. That's not a choice to Stop it. Like, you sound foolish. You know, oh, you know, I'm not mad that he left. I mean, he chose the Warriors. It's an option. It was an option for him to join the Warriors. And his contract. He did what he did. Like, dude, he's sacrificing mm-hmm. cash. Yeah, he's sacrificing. Like, What's up? I was going to say, did you guys see that video where it was like a fan outside of his house? Like, like, and, shit like that oh, is so yeah. funny. And I was like, are you, are you kidding me? And then, then you look at what he did philanthropy-wise as far as what he, he donated, what, a million dollars? He helped build basketball courts. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. come on. everything that he did for that city, um, I mean, he embraced them, and, and you're going to treat them like Absolutely. that? I mean, come on. But, you know, these fans, these are the same fans, and I said it last night, you know, I think Q jumped in on, on my little comp, my little tirade there when I was going in on the fans. They talk about all that, and I'm going to use the Houston Rockets as an example. You know, I live in Illinois now, but I'm from Houston. I lived there for 30 years. And everybody, a lot of Rockets fans, oh, we got Dwight Howard, yes. They were stoked. Two months into the season, trade his ass. Where's the loyalty from the fans? I thought you want to stick through it. That's my point. They turn on you quick. Oh, they will yeah. turn on you quick. You Dude, have a bad game, they're going to trash you. It could be worse, though. I'm in Atlanta. They don't even show up for the game. Most of the fans <laughs> at the games – no, I'm dead serious. Most of I'm the sorry, fans Kyle. of the Hawks I'm games sorry, are Kyle. from the other, you know, from all other areas. Al Horford verified this in his choice of choosing to be a Celtics because he said, I'm tired of fans who don't come to the games and support me, so I'm going to Boston and go crazy. Dog, that was, like, literally he saw the Miami Heat comeback game. Where they were down 26, and the crowd's going wild, and they come back with a win. So everyone's like, that's screwed us. We got the Atlanta matchup. Well, if that doesn't happen, maybe we don't get Al Horford. I'm saying, and, you know, the thing is, about, about the whole KD thing, I want to get into this part of the, uh, I guess, there's, like, so many layers to the decision, 
But, uh, dude, there's so many layers and so many stories and so many, you know, articles that could be written off of just, you know, day-to-day conversations that you have with people. But I think the thing that we talk about, because guys in the chat room are going crazy right right now, talk about the legacy. Talk about his heart. All right. I want to talk about his heart well, and his not, legacy. Snotty brought that up. Snotty brought that up. Yeah, I know, but guys in the chat room are going crazy. So I want to talk about his, his, his legacy and his heart. I don't think this has any... I don't think this affects his heart in any way. I don't think this affects his legacy as great as people are talking because you said it doesn't affect his legacy. Did you just say that? It doesn't affect it as great as everyone was trying to talk. Like it doesn't affect it to the degree that everyone's saying. Everyone's like, "Oh, he can never be considered great again." It's like. It's oh, okay. It doesn't affect him that much. I feel that. It that much. If you're trying to tell, dude, here's the thing. What are what are the qualifiers for we are judging greatness by? And people who, who always bring this up will, will always say, "Oh, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Michael didn't leave the rings, six rings. He didn't leave. KD is not Michael Jordan. <laughs> KD is in KD is in competition with Oscar Robinson, George Gervin. He's in he's in he's in he's in competition with Dr. J. That's his position. That's that's who he's going for. And for people to, and this is why I was talking about the whole, the whole like a nostalgia factor, is guys are like, man, these players are so soft because all they care about is rings now. But wait, let me stop you right there, fam. How is it that they only care about teaming up and doing rings? Is when when is that a problem? But then you got Carmelo who stays loyal to New York. He signs that big contract. And all I see is him getting crying, Jordan. Oh, he, oh, he's a loser for staying with the Knicks. Why doesn't he just be, you know, go join someone else? Stop it. That is the most hypocritical thing you all can bring up. And Miami fans cannot talk. Man, KD, man, fuck KD for not coming here. Are you kidding me? There was no way. <laughs> Don't make me get on y'all shit. Because yeah. I supported that. I supported that big three. That people visit say, was a courtesy visit. And people saying that. You know, oh, it's you know, it's it's different. It's it's really not that different. It's not that much different. Okay, KD is joining a team that just lost in record-breaking fashion in the finals to a team that looked on paper undermanned to match up with them, right? So they lose. They're losing key pieces that help them get that 73 and um, nine, right? They're yeah. they are losing you know, valuable guys that got them to that record. So now you're taking on Kevin Durant and you're seeing that people are bringing up, oh, his heart is not there. He ain't got no heart. Dude, he was in OKC for nine years. I want to throw this out there because this is just the way I feel. This is a job. This is a, this is a job where people care about the legacy that they leave behind when they leave this job. To some people, this game is different. Kobe Bryant, he eats, sleeps, breathes when he was on the court. Basketball, everything. On and off the court, probably didn't even talk to his children for most days because he was so focused on being Michael. Guys are hardwired different. Guys are created differently. Guys have different mindsets. KD probably loves the game to death. But in the end, those nine years, there are different nine years from when Kobe was in, you know, L.A. And they, and they were with, you know, um, Smush Parker, Kwame Brown. Remember when hey, Kobe what? demanded? Hey, yes, when he demanded a trade. He demanded, he demanded a, trade. a trade. He wanted to go to the Bulls. He demanded a trade. Yeah. And LA fans were 
they were quiet as hell. They were quiet. Yeah, I hope we don't trade Kobe. I hope we don't trade Kobe. But as soon as y'all get those rings, then everything's great. Everything's great. Because sports is about fair weather fans. And they're about diehard fans. Either you're a fan of a player or you're a fan of your organization. Now, I want to throw this question out to everyone and, be, and just feel free to you know jump in anytime. Going to Golden State, how much does this affect his legacy to you? Can you quantify it in a, oh, he'll never be a top five player, oh, he'll never do this and that, right? But I want you all to just jump in at any time. How does this how does this how does this affect his legacy to you? I personally think that Kevin Durant had a chance to be like at least top five to ten, like when his okay, maybe not top five to ten when his career is done, but I just feel like he had a chance to be greater than what he's gonna be now after this. I don't think because I, I like I keep using, I mean, and we'll probably do this all night, we keep using LeBron as, the, as as an example, but, like, people were so quick to be like, yo, there's no way, like, LeBron's done, there's no way he's a great player anymore, he went to Miami, he, he left everything behind to go play with two other people, like, but it, I, I, it, at the same time, I guess it is a different situation because we didn't have as much talent in 07 or whatever and stuff like that, but I just feel like Kevin Durant had potential in OKC that he left behind. And granted, he is going to be playing with probably the best, one of the best shooters in the league, in Steph Curry. And probably the best he shooter has all time. <laughs> Say that again. Probably he the best shooter of all time. I mean. All time. But LeBron James isn't the best. Probably two anyway. five uh, shooters so, of all time are on the Warriors. So I, I know, I know, I know how hype you are on LeBron, but let's not let's not say he's the best shooter of all time when you know that man shot under thirty percent for threes. There's a difference between being the best at a skill and being the best all-around player that the game has ever seen, you know. And right, even then, right. even even then, it's still a toss-up with him and Jordan. But I'll tell you this right now: if LeBron gets back to the finals, the Warriors get back to the finals, and LeBron beats his team, I will not, yeah. I will no longer debate anyone who says he's he's the best player of, of all time. I'll tell you that right now. Hey, I'll tell you, I'm a, so I'm you've approved this though. This is ridiculous. Look what did. Look what did. did. And, 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 and this yeah, you're right. right. You're right. And you know, this isn't to get on a tangent. But you're right. You know, totally right. I just want you know, I just I just, just want to bring this point up. And I'm going to go to Ryan next. Um, the people who are like, oh, he's a loser mentality. It's a loser mentality. Oh, he's you know, he's a loser. Okay, so let me talk about this. So for all of you who have careers and you all have jobs, you all, you know, might get paid, you know, like a nice sum. You all might get paid terribly. So with that logic that you all have for a job that Kevin Durant is doing, when you're offered a next level at your career, I expect you all to turn that down. I expect you all to turn that down if that's what your <laughs> argument is. Oh, it's a loser mentality to go join a better team. It's, it's a loser mentality. It's the same thing here. If you're working at Taco Bell, I don't know, and you get a job offer from Starbucks and they're paying you $17 an hour or whatever it'd be for a managing position, I expect you to turn that down to keep it real and stay loyal to your, your, your team, right? Because that's what you, you're saying to Kevin Durant. Instead of leaving a team that he tried nine years to get a ring with, you're going to call him a loser and a sellout. 
first and foremost, once once again, they don't owe you a thing. They don't owe you a thing, and they don't owe you anything on top of that thing. So for him to go to Golden State, this is all about him wanting to win. This is the potential to be the greatest team ever. This literally is in that threshold. 86 Celtics are on notice. 80s Lakers are on notice. Nobody's on notice. They nobody's on, on notice. Nobody's on notice compared to Nobody's on notice. Okay. That's Dude. ridiculous. How is that ridiculous? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Hold on. No, I'm uh-oh. serious. Like, I'm not even trying. This has nothing to do with LeBron and all that shit. No, but like, no, no, go ahead. Like, you're going to tell me that you're going to tell me that this team that's about to come up right now that we have not seen anything from, not a single thing from yet, you're going to tell me that these classic teams are on notice just because we put Durant, Steph, and, and Durant and Steph together. They Nobody was on like, What's, say that again? They, they were on notice last year. With so they were, because they lost. They lost the chip. As soon as they lost the chip, it was done. That conversation is over. That team no longer exists. Like I don't know if it's <laughs> over. To me, it's over. But it's still a conversation for best regular season team, um, best, yeah, best team the, overall. Yeah, because so we still, he still said it's a subjective thing about who he thinks the best of all time. Yeah, so what I'm saying is they are on notice because you don't just add in a weapon of mass destruction to a team that already has two of the best shooters that we that this game has ever seen. No, we have back-to-back MVP winners on the same team. And they're not even 30. They're 26-27. Wait, so the the Miami teams... They're, they're not in that conversation at all? They can be, but here's the thing that I thought about that, because I knew that comparison was going to be brought up, was that the difference between them and the big three Miami was Wade, LeBron, and, my, and Bosh, they didn't mesh well, and, that, and they had to figure it out, of course, but the, the, a lot of stuff they ran was Wade and LeBron kind of played slashing high pick and roll and then figured out ball-dominating guards, and I'm going to score, you're going to score, whatever, and then they relied on whether it be Battier, Mike Miller, when they weren't injured to get some threes, maybe, um, and basically try to just force our way into these points, which they did, but they didn't gel right away. There wasn't as much movement. They won two rings. Different style of team. Yes, they won two rings, though, but let me finish my point. The <laughs> difference with this that solves this issue with the Miami Heat didn't have right away was everything opened up when Bosch got his three. When he got that in the playoffs, right. everything but changed. I'm- I'm just confused as to how this how this new team how this new team we haven't seen play a second of basketball together. That's fine. It's already That's fine. in this conversation. Well, I mean, because the, I mean, the, the were, there's, I mean, there's hype. You're right. There's hype. Like I, I mean, said, man, this is an NBA 2K. Who in the right like, mind? Who in the right mind wouldn't be <laughs> like? an NBA yeah. 2K. You're right. Think, These teams are on notice. I think NBA 2K. I think you're being intellectually dishonest here, because I'll let you know right, right now. If, if, you hold on, dog. No, 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 no. I got you. I, I let you. I let you go. I, I, I let you go. If okay, Cavaliers, you're right. Go ahead. Go ahead. If the Cavaliers added DeMarcus Cousins and Dwayne Wade, you go, oh, best guys. They're in there. It's over. It's over. Bring in the ringer. It's over. But for the Warriors, oh, let's calm down. It's not 2K. You add in a piece like Harrison Barnes, you can't double anybody on this team. Who you who you who you gonna double, Stowe? Oh, double KD. Oh, Steph is wide open. Double Steph. Oh, KD's wide open. Double Clay. Now they both wide open. Double Draymond. Now you got three shooters. You got Zaza just, in there. Who's hey, a better? You, know, hey, you have crazy. Zaza. Zaza gonna, hold on, wait a minute. You're gonna say you add Zaza? Add Zaza. This is the same dude. You were just missing. Hold on, dog. We were just 
Do a just calling poke, and you're gonna give praise to Zaza Pachulia? No, because no, because he's gonna be wide open under the bucket all day. Are you Zaza? We're talking up Zaza Pachulia right now. Are you hearing yourself? You listen to yourself right now. No, you turned it around though. You could hear. You could put Will Perdue on that team. They're gonna be wide. He's gonna if you double clay, you double step. Zaza is gonna be the one. He's gonna be wide open under the bucket. They're gonna have to watch that. It's gonna to be tough right. to guard them. Now, so where, gonna hey, what, what I'm gonna say, where I think, yeah, where I think is gonna be the the biggest thing because they do, you know, KD wants open shots. That's good. They're gonna move the ball defensively. Oh, I think man. is where it might take time. I think defensively is where they'll struggle. Man, and defensively is gonna be. I kind it's of gonna, it's gonna. I, I disagree. I, I, think I, it will, I think it will. No, I think it will year. take a little bit. I know. I think it will take a little bit. I think it will just This is this is gonna turn into the Harrison Barnes argument. I'm not gonna defend Harrison Barnes. Well, let's no, let's no, let let's everyone get their point in. Hold on. Let me let me do this right now. The whole idea about Zaza was that still, I don't know how aware you are of this last season, but he's an underrated player. And I agree. Um, Dakota will back me up on this. Yeah. Dakota, did you find that when Zaza left, a lot of the defensive uh, prowess of the Milwaukee team went down immensely? Good point. Yes. Toughness. Yes. Really? Zaza was a borderline all star last year. Well, wait a minute. That was different. Well, that, was, that was because of the fans. We're talking about Zaza. Yeah, yeah. Love. yeah. His stats were there. Let me get this point. People always want to throw out, you know, um, hyperbole, but I don't think it's hyperbole, dude. Like, if you add freaking Captain America, Iron Man, Wolverine, then you're going to be like, holy shit, this is a great team. Like, it's just the way that it is. You, you have Kevin Durant. You have Stephen Curry. You have I'm not Clay saying they're not a talented team, dog. I'm just saying we should not be. We're already comparing this team to the great to, to I other great I teams. I did not compare them. I said those teams oh, are on them? notice. I said on those teams are on notice. Meaning that this is something Start to watch for. Comparison. What are you talking about? Huh? That's Kill not me. that's not a comparison. I said, I, man, this team is going to be just as good as 86 Celtics. No, I said this team. Has those teams on notice? Well, let me get this point. Those teams are going to be on notice. That simply means that Larry Parrish, you better watch out this season because this this team has something to show you all. Just on paper. Just yeah, on let's, paper. let's see who can lose three one faster. Let's figure that out. I mean, damn, that cockiness is strong. I mean, damn. I mean, it, I mean, if if we're gonna throw out that, then wait, how is LeBron James gonna guard? Uh, Steph and KD. All right, so and Kevin Love can't have two good good playoff runs in a row. So <laughs> he can't have two, wait, he can't we call this a good playoff run? That's scary for for him. Oh, for him, man. that's scary. That's scary. Well, wait, he he played okay up until the finals. Come on now, let's not let's not. He didn't. He wasn't hey, bad. Now, but anyway, okay, anyway, but he anyway. he beefed in the most important the the, the most important yes. time. I don't care if he do I, well. I give you the first, credit. I give you that credit. Time, Bogut was out, so he. He, yeah. he should have eaten, so I mean, obviously, but right. you know. Anyway, the point. The fucking cupboard was was basically bare, so he should have eaten. So. I think the whole point was basically. I think you should flip it, Q, that the other teams on us, but that team currently constructed should be on notice that they're going to be judged that way. Because, of course, that sounds better. That sounds way better. Because they, the both points make sense. Because the pieces that they have, you know, you have the, the best shooter of all time, the best shooting backcourt. 
You got Clay who – let me put it this way. If we get Ray Allen off a veteran minimum contract, I'm going to flip a table because you're going to have him off the bench. This spacing is going to be the most spacing out of any NBA team possibly we've seen. What is Chris on right now? How is this happening? How, wait, how is wait. this happening? Kevin Durant is on the team with Steph Curry. Like, I mean, how is this happening? I'm listening, Ryan. I hear you. For ages. The, the right? point I'm making is that, okay, when you, you when we're talking about spacing, we're respecting their shooting ability, right? Right. So on paper, we're talking about Curry, Clay, Durant. That's a pretty lethal one through three, right? When it comes to shooting in terms of percentages, when we look it right, up, right, they're right. over 40 Defense, too. Steph shooting 40, 45, 50, 90 club. It's only a part of four people. We got Durant, who's a 40, 50, 90 person as well. Clay, who's already got the 40% from three. That's pretty respectable where you have to make sure you are, are – the defense has to respect it and is going to be stretched thin across the court when they're having the matchups. So that's why the point was, who are you going to double team? Because before, you could blitz Curry on the Draymond pick and roll. So now it's going yeah, to be. You you got to guard Draymond now. He's what thirty eight percent, thirty nine. But the problem, the problem will be the pick and pop. The regular even anyway. even if you put David West in a in a small ball on him and you play Draymond at the center, I mean, you know, David West can hit the pick and pop. Anyway, yeah. anyway, that's the middle piece. He's going to be with Sean Livingston. point because that's one of my keys to how KD fits. People are saying, oh, he's not going to fit. First off, that is. So not true. KD, something miraculous would have to happen for him not to fit on this team. KD played so. Would be the egos. He played. He he played lockdown defense in the playoffs. The numbers for defensive rating were rivaling Kawhi Leonard in 2014. The numbers were there. The steals were there. The rim protection rate was that of Merlin's. So don't even talk to me about how the defense, you know, it's not going to be good because KD can't guard. No, KD can guard, and he showed a lot of down defender tendencies. I want to talk about one point, though, because of the, the whole fit. The lineups that they could play with, they could have literally Livingston just be the passer, Curry, Clay, Draymond, and KD at the five. Oh, stop, stop. Don't they do they could play KD at the five. This, Don't go there. This is, a, this is a possibility. The fact that KD showed rim protection in the playoffs, they're, mm-hmm. they're definitely going to play with that. That's definitely I don't see that happening. There's no way that's happening on a consistent basis. That, that is happening because they did that in the, in the playoffs, played them at, at, at the four. Like, come on now. Let's keep they that's how they're going to try it. Wait, before we devolve into all these things about KD, we'll get to the other free agents afterwards. The thing I want to bring up, I think they're going to stick with putting KD at the four like they did Barnes. Because now it's no longer the line of death. It's not like death stroke, mm-hmm. as some want to call it. And it makes more shooting. sense. Um, anyway. Basically, the whole point of where I wanted to finish on Zaza Pachulia is he's underrated in the sense that he got like over twenty double doubles, and he's a he's a good rebounder. He's a bogey too. He's mm-hmm. extremes too. And oh my yes, I can't believe we're talking up this dude like he's some kind of Superman. <laughs> we're not. Hey, 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 Stowe, Stowe, Stowe right now. Stowe's insecurity of the Cavs fan is showing so hard right now. making a big deal last year when they got Mozgov? Weren't they making a big deal last year when they got Mozgov? Delhi's the Grinnells. Delhi can lock down. Steph, it's over. I'm not saying I feel like I'm a Fairweather fan. I know my shit. Like he does. He does. Let me let me let me throw this out. Y'all killing me. No, no, so let me throw this out. No, I hear you, Ryan. Go ahead. I think this will help. 
Remember when Tristan Thompson suddenly turned it up on the defensive end in this finals, and then you went on on everybody about that kind of cussed him out about whether it be his contract or his ability to play being worth his contract and all that, and he showed right, right. up as a center that he could play center even though he's undersized? Oh, it's see, I don't agree with him playing center real talk, so... Okay, okay, so you're consistent in that sense, but the, the, it's the same type of like argument that people were throwing against him that's going to be made against Pachulia, but the thing is he is a smart basketball player at the center position. He probably will be... He's not going to be the same rim protector as Bogut, but at least he'll still be a little more agile defensively. That's all I'll say on that. Everything else, they still have to pick up more vet minimums because David West is now another, another like mid-range bench piece like Livingston. Like I we'll say, see how it turns out. Like I said... Can I... Go go ahead. Can I give him a take on Zaza because apparently he still thinks yeah. he's trash. You, are, you know about Zaza better than anybody. I don't think he's trash. Yes. I just don't think he's that much of an upgrade over Bogut. That's I all think I'm he's. Saying. I think he's he, much better. Actually, Dakota would know. Dakota would know because they were both Bucks players. Yes. <laughs> well, well, Bogut was a Bucks right. player, not Bogut. Dakota, please, Jones. Okay, Zaza Pachulia. Like, uh, I think it was Matthew said, he's, you know, a great screener, great, you know, in the pick and roll, pick and pop. He can shoot the 18-foot jumper, nice off the rebounder. And, you know, you really, you know, he won't, you know, wow you with his, you know, defensive skills, but he's pretty, you know, solid mentally and, you know, physically on deep end because, you know, he's a 7-foot center. So putting him in there for 25 30 minutes, probably going to get a, you know, double-double every now and then. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I think, he would be the best center the Warriors have had in, you know, a while. What is happening? I mean, no, 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 no. Was... Stowe, Stowe, because he's more of an offensive contributor. He's not the same rim protector, and he's not yeah. the same, he's not going to alter the shot the same way, like, I, against I, LeBron. I, nothing against Zaza Pachulia. Or Andrew Bogan. I just don't think they're that much of, of a difference between they're the two players. All right, I will okay, that's show all I'm you how, okay. Hold up, hold up. I will show you how there's much of a difference. Andrew Bogan literally petrified to go to the free throw line. Right. There's no liability on the court that's to true. free throws. In that's time, very true. You can turn Zaza to the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Bogan came and run up and down the court. The dude looks like freaking Frankenstein. You know, he's <laughs> running up and down the court. Zaza <laughs> I, can run uh, up and down the court. I mean, like, Come I just now. don't yeah. think Zaza's that much more active. Like, he's, like, I, he's, he's a lot like, more active. He'll be able to to box out Tristan Thompson for some of those rebounds. Then you force Kevin Love to go back to the old Kevin Love and actually get his ass back in the post and rebound. The only thing that you'll be missing in Bogut is the rim protection. There's a little more rim protection and maybe catching right. more lobs. Correct. And even yeah. Yeah. you have KD to make up for those lobs. You have KD to make up for that rim protection. I'm telling you. What you get in KD is you can have a guy in an ISO score on a post-up if you need it. And the other thing, Dude, the thing. being... I just want to you know, touch on this real quick because then we're going to go into free agency. I want to make this last point. The lineups that they could do you know, is... Um, oh, look, let me get this point out. Is Draymond could literally be the facilitator in the entire offense. KD could go to the low block. KD could go to the low block. People are going to double him in the post. He's going to kick right out. He's going to kick right out, or he's going to take that. If it's a one-on-one, or if they double him, he's going to kick right out. 
and you have to guard all these guys because one through five will be able to shoot at least a mid-range. One through five is going to be a huge factor in shooting. Bogut, no one was afraid. Bogut out at, you know, the elbow, that's 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 not a thing. Zaza out of the elbow. KD and Steph, and Steph and KD in the corners, that is terrifying. You'll be able to stretch the floor in ways that we have never seen. It's be so far stretched, it would look like a crossing number. I'm not going to do that. But we already know that KD has an elite defense. He has an elite um, ball handling. And he has elite post scoring. You add that in, and he's probably the best mid-range shooter we've seen since Carmelo. It's probably better than Carmelo, honestly. So the weapons are there. And this is a problem. People are going to be on notice. Is this me saying that the Cavaliers have no shot? I'll never do that because I said after the Panthers lost Super Bowl, I said there's no such thing as a sure thing anymore. So, yeah, the Cavaliers could beat this team. But they would have to have a prayer, two Hail Marys, DeMarcus Cousins, and Dwayne Wade to beat that that team. Isn't that what people just said last year? Hello? That that was without Kevin Durant. So LeBron James might actually have to play some and then you'll have to deal with Steph and Clay. And guess what? The lineups oh, yeah. off the Steph. bench, you can literally play one guy in every single lineup. Steph hey, you know one offense. What's up? Ryan made a good point earlier with the spacing this team is going to have. Off the bench, the starting, they're going to have the best spacing. That's going to allow for all the cuts they like to do. Oh, and man. off the free I just saw, offense, it's just going to be beautiful. I just saw Kerr Helen, and this, this is really the last point. I saw a few of Kerr Helen said that he's gotten DMs and he's gotten calls from veterans of big names. I'm talking dudes who have been retired for a year, dudes who are in the league right now saying that I will will take 500,000 to play for this team. And I told Ryan that, that this this will work because vets will want to come out the way. Kobe's coming back. Steve, what's up, yo? Hey, did Steve, you get the white out for me? I know two guard, right? I know it's Clay. I, I, I need the white out for my retirement papers. Exactly. Like, yo, let, let me get that five minutes in a game, man. Come on now. <laughs> I, I, I can at least pass it. Reggie Kobe is in Jerry West DM saying, I got another 60 in me. Like, Yo, honestly, come on, fam. Come on, fam. You I got another 60 in him. Hit me up. Anyway, all right. We're anyway, we, yeah, we can get Reggie off the broadcast and get him spotting up in, spotting up in the corner. Stowe's right in this sense. That's all, and then we're going to move on. We need to see what happens. We'll see how they gel. The shooting and defense will make this a lot easier in terms of gelling because Steve Kirk implements his sense and Durant wants to run that type of passing offense. But Stowe is right. We haven't seen it yet, so there's a lot of hype, and we shouldn't fully buy into it. But Thank you, Ryan. God damn it. Someone has my back. Jesus Christ. The potential is legendary. That's all I'm saying. The potential is there for Golden State until Dwayne Wade decides he wants to follow LeBron to Cleveland. (laughs) Yo, wait a minute. He might be in Denver, though. They offered a two-year deal with $50 million. He's not going to Denver. That's the biggest posturing, like, Move I've, I've never seen. I'm, I'm just, just saying. I'm just saying. That's a perfect segue. Pat Riley don't Who's pay. Who's he going to go play with? Danilo Gallinari and and Yusuf Nurk, uh, Nurkic. I mean, that's basically. Hey, they they made the offer, bro. 
I'm just. Yeah, that's a perfect, I, that's a, I guess money talks, you know, but that's the perfect segue. Pat Riley needs to pay up. Gabrielle, yeah, it's a perfect segue. That decision. She she wears the pants, so she's going where she wants. Apparently, who was it? What team followed Gabrielle? Oh, the Cavs did. They yeah, followed Gabrielle yeah. and D Wade and uh, yeah. somebody else. That's right. Anyway. All right, that's a perfect segue to into free agency. Ryan, you want to leave me? You want to talk about um the Celtics real quick? Let's start there. Man, don't get me started. All right. Um, so now we can dispel the, the, the damn myth about the Celtics not being able to sign a free agent in his prime with Al Horford signing the other day. Is he in his prime? 30 years old, yeah. Just yeah. turning 30? Yeah. yeah. He's in his yeah. prime. Anybody want to debate that? We're still considering No, I, 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 I definitely will not debate this, but I will say this, that LeBron James is a freak of bad nature. He'll be at, he'll be at average athleticism at the time <laughs> he's 39. Anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I should love that. Um, yeah, Al Horford, the signing was great because we get to get that narrative that all the talking heads at ESPN to shut up because they don't talk about, well, the Celtics, all they did was build through the draft and trade swindle people all these years. So they never really had the cap space either. Thank you, Rick Pitino. Um, <laughs> so with Danny Ainge, we get to clear the books, and then we just swing for the fences. And Horford decided to come, and he fits seamlessly into Brad Stevens' system, and it's going to open up our spacing a lot better. They made a great signing. They're going to just uh, take the player options for, I mean, team options on Amir Johnson and Durepko. Yeah. Yeah. Great offseason. Jalen Brown's looking pretty damn good in summer league. Hey, can, can we agree that that, uh, that they need to do something with, with James Young? He, he is awful on defense. Awful. Now, he's hitting hey, some hey. threes in, in summer league, but awful. I was going to say, did you watch him in summer league today? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah I mean, he showed up. Yeah. It's going to be <laughs> a battle between him and RJ. We're going to come back to, yeah. to the Celtics real quick, but um, Matt, are you a Bulls fan or a Rockets fan? No, I'm not a Rockets fan at all. He's a Bulls no. fan. Bulls. Yeah, I do. Let's hey, talk about. We can talk about Chicago. Hey, we can talk about Chicago. Let's let's get on y'all shit real quick, cause y'all y'all out here fucking up. Go ahead, man. Hey, I, hey, you saw my you seen my comments on Twitter. Yes, I'm I did. not happy with what the Bulls are doing. Yeah, that, I think that uh, I think most people on this panel are probably in agreement. To, and they gotta blow that thing up, man. They have to. It makes no sense to keep like Jimmy Butler, Trade you know, Jimmy. top ten, top fifteen player in the league. You got him, but like as uh, our, you know, uh, Brian Mazik today writes for Forbes and stuff. Did a little uh, thing talking about the he's a Bulls fan as well. Was saying like a good player on a bad team is not worth much to that team. Like, why have him in the prime of his career on a bad team? You're committing to mediocrity. Signing Rondo. So what do you get? Maybe a seven, eight seed if you're lucky, you know. But not, you know. So you're looking at like what? Pick eleven to fifteen in the draft the next three or four years. What's that going to do? And it, that's it if Jimmy no and Rodney don't kill each other. Exactly. Exactly. It that's makes no damn sense. Okay, so yeah, y'all signed makes, the the Chicago Bulls signed Rondo. Yeah, they only signed Rondo. They signed Rajon Rondo to how many years? Two years ago, 28 million. Yeah, it's an option year between both of them next year, player option, team option. Well, you know, what makes sense, you know, uh, Gar Foreman, the genius, you know, trade trade one ball-dominant point guard who can't fit with Jimmy or another ball-dominant point guard, past his prime, who's coming off ACL tier. He's 30. He's not out of his prime yet. But, but, you know, but, know, but, that, ACL, that ACL sped out his prime 
Well, the thing with the thing with Rondo that I'll say this, and I think everybody can agree, is that he's still in his prime. But the thing that he did after the ACL was he wasn't committing to defense pre ACL like he did then, like when he was a better defender. And in this league, if you're not committed to at least defense and you don't have a decent jumper, you're gonna be more of a negative on the team, even if you are a fantastic passer. You know, I said this on I said this on Pete show. The other day, I said Rondo should have taken a one-year deal with uh, San Antonio. And, um, yeah, yeah. Out. with them shooting coaches? Yeah. My yeah. God. Yeah, and they could have worked out much better. But, okay, so, Pete, I, I, I want you, I'm going to go back to Ryan, grade the Bulls offseason so far. Oh, I would say it's a D minus, definitely, because they have no big man. They have Robin Lopez and Christian uh, Felicio. Bobby Porter. center. And, uh, yeah, but Bobby Portis is more of a four than a five. It's yeah, what are you guys going to do with Todd Gibson? What are you guys going to do with Todd Gibson? He's been on the trade market for like three years. He's going to get moved, I think. Nobody wants I him. I mean, ultimately with, with Chicago, they're going to need size up front. They've got to figure out what they're going to do with Jimmy. Um, if you've got Miritich mm-hmm. basically standing out on the three-point line, I mean, come on. You know, they have so many players that don't fit with Horber's offense. You know, correct. I think think that's yeah. the thing that's meant. It's just messing up the chemistry. So, uh-huh. uh, Matt, how do you grade the Bulls all uh, all season so far? Man, hell, I'd give them a damn F. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, in all honesty, had they have done, no- I would have given them a better grade for doing nothing. In all honesty, for the simple fact. If you're going to bring in Rondo, you might as well just roll with Rose and see what he does this year. He's a free agent at the end of the year. You just traded an expiring contract. Like, I mean, and if you're going to keep Jimmy, you might as well have kept Rose. If you're going to bring in a guy like Rondo. You know, I like the Robin Lopez, Jerry Grant move. I just don't know why you go out and get another point guard who's passed first. Exactly, exactly. But then you bury Grant as a third guard because okay. Colorado yeah, stood up that play over Grant. That was where I was going to jump in. Because Jerry and Grant I, was... I, I have one question about this. Like, why didn't guard Foreman go after, you know, a better option for the team and a cheaper option, you know, that just, you know, got previously cut by the Sacramento Kings? I know... You might laugh at him because of his name, but Seth Curry would have been a good option for for the Bulls. Absolutely, it's like a nice. He would have fit Hoy. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we combo guard. Yeah. I want to get on some other teams. I want to talk about. Wait a minute. Action. I have a question. I have a What's question. Because we completely missed a, 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 another side of the Kevin Durant conversation, and that's Russell Westbrook. <laughs> we never talked about that at all. Well, really gonna be, he's, he's most likely going to be traded, or he's going to walk in free. I don't think that's much to talk about. I, I think that they're going to. Presti's not going to make it happen again. He's not going to be swindled out of nothing. He's going to make sure he gets something. So either he, he either he gets a commitment later in the season, and they take the keys, or he's going to get traded. He's not going to yeah. let him walk. So that's the update. But I, I want to get on the, the Orlando Magic. Last thing about Bulls, the best, the, the worst thing they did was not signing Etwan Moore, and he went to the Pelicans. Oh, oh yeah. that's yeah. an underrated yeah. move, though. That's an yeah. underrated yeah. move for the Pelicans. I like that, though. Him and Heal. Yeah. Could be some yeah. good shooting around AD, but we're yeah. gonna get on the Pelicans. Defense. Uh, we're, we're gonna get on team by team that made a bunch of moves. Uh, Orlando Magic. Let's start at the um, the resident. <laughs> the You're resident gonna number one Ibaka fan. 
Is, do you like Ibaka, Matt, or was it somebody else on it who liked it? That wasn't me. I'm not an Ibaka guy. Oh, okay, all right. It must be somebody else. But let's 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 start with Matt because Orlando, I'll go last. But Orlando, yeah, what's your grade? How do you grade the moves? They start. They got Ibaka. They have Jody Meeks. They got DJ Augustine. Are they, they, got, are they um, trying to be an eighth seed? I don't know what's going on. Hey, hey. I like what Dakota just said. That's why I'd give him a D. I wouldn't give him a, you know, maybe yeah. a D plus, C minus. Because, the, like, yeah. what, the thing that concerns me the most, and Q, you talked about it on, on our podcast last Thursday, mm-hmm. you've just just killed Aaron Gordon with these moves. Biombo, bringing in Biombo, are you going to trade Vucevic now? If you're going to keep all these guys together, you've just killed Aaron Gordon. You're, the youth movement in Orlando, why? Bach is a free agent. He can just bounce. Yeah, exactly. In his own. Well, they, mean, these guys can all just bounce. I mean, we have to just look look at the players that they signed. The players that they signed, they got yeah, Jody. Yeah. They have Trey yeah. Freddie Baca um, at, in the in the draft. DJ Augustine. Um, Jeff Green on one Jeff Green. Jeff Green on a one-year one. deal. Exactly. To me, Jeff Green should not be playing over Aaron Gordon. Even if you had to play Aaron Gordon as a three instead of a four, <laughs> you play Aaron Gordon over Jeff Green. Jeff, Aaron Gordon at the three doesn't make sense. He's been a four. He's no, but player. as far as minutes go, oh, yeah. I'd, play, I'd find a way to get Gordon on the court before I get Jeff Green out there. Let me. I'll say this. They, their best move they did was the Biombo signing. That's it. I hate that move so much. I know, because you didn't like him getting a big contract, period. Anyway. <laughs> he's just undersized. <laughs> they got lucky in the playoffs. He's a fraud, man. I, That's, wait, wait. I'm, That's looking, I'm looking at this, like, I'm looking at this, you know, depth chart right now, and you guys, you know, talk about what they're going to do with Gordon, but what are they going to do with, you know, at a four. Mario Hazonia? Hazonia will play yeah. more three than he does two, but... The problem is but still they. He's still Fournier, who's a shooter. They have Jordan Meeks, who's a shooter. Fournier so, was their best play. move, and then they screwed it up at you know. After that. No, not even not even the Jordan Meeks thing didn't make sense because taking into the cap space, you had Hazonia, and you're taking back you're giving Fournier on a great max deal because he's at the right. minimum max, and now you're gonna have Fournier probably starting. Hazonia is not gonna start, I don't think. But then he'll be the backup three. <laughs> Then you sign Jeff Green for a one-year deal. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. Now, you, now you're glutted up. You're glut it up. Like he should still be with the Clippers anyway. But now, if he walks, that CEO at the Magic who's having an influence on these moves over Rob Hennigan, I, they better hope they make an eighth seed. Otherwise, shit's gonna be a riot. Yeah, he's buried, and he's making. He's got two more years left on his deal, and he's the third-string point guard now. It makes yeah. no sense. So, so what did they, you sign Augustine for? So they re-signed Fournier, they signed DJ Augustine, they trade for Serge Ibaka, they signed Biombo, they signed Jeff Green, they, they signed Shabazz Napier. They signed Jody Meeks, and they're about to trade Shabazz Napier to the uh, Portland Trailblazers for like a second round pick or something. Yeah. And overall, man, I just hate this offseason for them. I don't like it at all. And they still don't make the playoffs with this roster. And I, I, like you have a bunch of guys who can shot block and defend. But I don't trust a guy who got dunked on by Nick Stauskas. Like, Biombo, <laughs> you know, just stop it. I'm just I, – I, I just can't do it. I, I just can't – I don't feel him. I don't feel him at all. 
But I'm glad he got his cash, but I don't feel him as a player. Moving um, on, all I'm say is if Ibaka can show uh, what we saw him in earlier years, maybe they'll... Well, Ryan, let me, let me ask you this, because they're taking a gamble, and I'm going to move on. Oh, sure. This. They're, they're taking a gamble with Ibaka, and, and a lot of guys are like, oh, that was a fantastic move for Orlando. There's some guys who think that was a great move. Um, he is. I disagree. A lot of needs. I disagree because what's keeping what's keeping Ibaka in Orlando next year? There's nothing keeping him. him the what's stopping there, him? What's stopping him from going to the Celtics? What's stopping him from going to a team that has capital? What's what's stopping that? That's in I there. think why they're making a lot of moves to to be competitive. But I think they're really banking on Frank Vogel's track record of being a great coach and overachieving with a bad roster. I, I think that's really, what they're banking on. I really hate this. A, a bunch of guys who can, anyway. the, a bunch of guys who can shot block, but they can't score. Like, you know, I get a rant from you at this rate. All Next right, let's. Pelicans had a great offseason. I'll say that right now. Stop let's let's uh, go down the line real, real quick. Everyone give the grade to the Orlando Magic. Um, I'm giving them the F. I hate. I'm giving him a D minus. D minus. D minus. D plus. D minus as well. I don't. I don't have right. Um, I want to get on um the next team that I really want to talk about. Um, the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. You got the Brooklyn Nets, and they made some really good moves in my opinion. Everybody. Uh, I think so too. They, the Nets made some good moves. Uh, Ryan, do you have a move on tap? Because all I can remember right now is... Tyler Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yes, they made an offer to Tyler Johnson. I think Booker. he is letting it go. Devin, uh, Trevor Booker from Utah. Yep. Even though that's that a little redundant, but it's still a good signing. Okay, can I, can I list off the, right. some new guys? Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Lin, like you guys said. Um, Tyler, uh, Jeremy Lin, Tyler Johnson... I'm looking at the um, their depth chart on uh, Road to World. Yeah. Yeah, Justin Hamilton, who I liked when he was with uh, Minnesota. Yeah. That was a smart one. They're becoming a yeah. They're, there's a nice little team building up there. If but, they can get Alan Crabb on the deal that they no, they about, I, I like it. I'm an Alan Crabb fan. It's not but, happening though. Yeah. He refuted it. He he refuted it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, they they said that the offer didn't really happen, but um, we have to see. I mean, meeting with them uh, today, so we'll see if anything comes of it. Really quick, um, I like uh, the Brooklyn offseason. I really I like. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna overachieve, man. Sean Marks has really done some good moves. I mean, they're not done yet. Uh, Ryan is hoping to the end of the earth that, that like this team is the they're worst still team a bad in the roster, though. Like, they're they're, they're definitely moves. a lottery team. Oh, yeah. But, but the potential is there. Kirk Patrick, Hollis Jefferson. Chris McCullough. Atkinson's a good developer. And then they got coach. Karras. Uh, they, they just drafted that. Karras from Michigan. They have Ronnie Hollis Jefferson. All these guys. I like the talent that they have on this roster. It's just a matter of can that guy. I don't even know who who the name of the coach is. That's all. Kenny Atkinson. Kenny Atkinson. He was an assistant with the Hawks, and he's and, a good player development and developed a lot of guys over in Europe and came back to the states. Yeah. It could work. Uh, I like I like the all season. I think they're not going to be long the term. worst. It's a long term. I don't think they're going to be the worst long-term. team in the NBA. I really don't think so. I, I think that's going to be Phoenix. I think they're going to be a solid like. 
It's kind of weird to say this, but I think they're going to be like a solid 31 team. I think so, too. I don't hate the moves. I, I don't. think Jeremy Lin is going to overachieve. Now, Ryan, you you want them to be absolutely horrendous. And I <laughs> They'll be better. I know you do. They'll be better. They'll be better. Yeah, I know I, you do. I don't, think, I don't think I can give them 30, honestly. I, I think they'll be around 28. I, I, like, I really do. That's um, more realistic than me. 28, 27. But either way, I don't think they're going to be the number one uh, team in the lottery. They have the potential to it, too, though. They do. Brooke Lopez can go down this whole thing to blow up in, in our faces. But Jeremy Lin also... like getting traded. But Jay Lin and Brooke Lopez, if they keep uh, Brooke Lopez, if this happens, I like that, you know, I like that tandem. And then you got uh, Trevor Booker, too. He's a rough rider. I like him. Ronnie Howard Jefferson, defense. Trevor Booker's good. I, I, I no, he is. He's the depth chart anyway. But anyway, they made some good moves. They did. A sleeper okay. is Sean Kilpatrick, who's left over from last year. And Dakota, you you can co-sign that because of him playing in the D League. Um, All right. So, what y'all grade for um, Brooklyn? I'm going. I'm going B. I'm going. I'm going just a shell B. Yeah. I'll give him a C right now until I see one or two more moves. Um, you know, kind of see what they do to push him up. A little more. I'm going to see. B for Matt? B minus. Stowe? I say C. All right, then let's move on to Milwaukee, a Dakota resident Bucks fan. (laughs) Dakota started off. You all uh, want to announce you all's uh, signings? Uh, Matthew Dellavedova and Marisana Talanovic, and we're still waiting to see what we're going to do with Greg Monroe. Okay. Um, how do you grade the offseason? Uh, me? Yes, I think it's still incomplete right now because we're waiting for one move mm-hmm. to happen, but right now, like, I'd give it the same grade that I gave Brooklyn. I'd give it a B. Okay. Uh, Mercer Teletovic, a, a really solid, uh, you know, stretch forward. I believe he shot 30, I mean, 41% from three yeah. uh, last season. And what's up with Delhi? Delhi, I like the move. Uh, Delhi's going to be that guy that, that can take the ball out of Giannis's hands when when he wants to be a slasher. Um, Giannis is definitely going to be the point forward. He's, he's going to hold the ball most of the time. But I think Delhi gives you that defensive, you know, short guy, the, you know, the point think, guard. What's like, up? like the Bucks have a lot of uh, a lot of you know solid facilitators. Giannis, Chris Middleton, even if MCW so there, he's solid facilitator too. I I think Delhi's going to play offensively. I think he's going to play off ball, just you know. Spot of three. You can a spot of shooter. Yeah. Yeah, spot of three point shooter. Good defender. The guys that Giannis can't. Put, uh, on. Even, even though he can on most of them guys, but like the Russell Westbrooks, that's going to be Delhi's job, which is going to be hilarious yeah. to see. But um, Tele- Teletovich shooting the three, I like it. Uh, how do you all weigh this offseason? Um, hey, I'm going to give them a C plus and be solid, maybe even a B, man, and I'll tell you why. And I was thinking this over a month ago, and I told Pete, and on our live preview draft show, I absolutely love draft pick of Thon Maker. That's why I think they it may be in the been a stretch, but I love that pick. He fits in exactly with what they like. They love length. They love skilled players, dribble, pass, shoot. He's seven foot one. He's gonna be a good shooter. 
he can handle the ball, he can pass. I, I, I mean, that right there alone gives gives them a higher grade for me. I really like that pickathon maker. You're going to love record, it, Dakota. He, for the record, uh, Matt actually predicted it on our show a few days before the draft and actually um, predicted that he would go <laughs> number 10, which was like crazy. Yeah, I did. Nobody, yeah. nobody had I, called I it yet. No sources. No, no, no sources. I love the pick, though. He fits um, just in what they like so it makes sense. Okay, Pete, how do you weigh this offseason? Um, right now I'd say probably B- minus because I like the Toledovich move. I think it spreads the floor a lot better. Um, you know, he's able to shoot, basically. He, he is not shy at all. Um, he's a Jason Kitt favorite, of course. Um, Della Vidova, like you said, Q will be able to guard the smaller guards that Giannis can't and, uh, you know, basically be able to hit the open three. Uh, of course, the OJ Mayo is a free agent, but they lost, you know, all that saga. They lost him to the pipe. Yeah, so right. I don't think we need to really touch on that much because he wasn't going to come back to Milwaukee, but they do need to fill either the role of uh, Jared Bayless or um, OJ Mayo, fill something, you know, at that at backup two guard unless uh, Rashad Vaughn's ready to step up. So Yeah, uh, OJ signed with the pipe. Uh, we really yeah. don't know what he's doing right now. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> yeah, he got kicked out of the league. Man, free OJ, man, free free both OJs. But anyway, <laughs> oh man, we gotta talk uh, about it's incomplete team. for me. Incomplete. I give them. I a, think it's time to talk about the Sixers. I know we're about to talk about it now. I want to give okay. the. Yes. I want to give Milwaukee a B flat out. Sixers okay. talk. Okay. I'm gonna let Pete mm-hmm. talk hey, about Q, these real quick, Hey, quick, Q, 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 real quick. Why, why a B for the Sixers? I'm, I'm curious. I gave him a B minus B, so I, I'm curious. B. Um, you give for the Bucks? No, no, no. I give him B yeah, for, for the, the Bucks. Bucks. Oh, for, oh, for the yeah, Bucks. Yeah, that's oh. what I'm saying. Delhi, I like that signing. I think they're gonna miss Jared Bayless if they can't get anything else. That's why this this grade mm-hmm. is subject to change. Be so far, but if they can get if they train another well. shooter, yeah. If, if they can't get another shooter, then I'm gonna stay to B. But if they can, then I'll probably bump it up to A. Actually, but uh, moving on, Sixers talk. Pete, I'm gonna let you talk about these moves. Yeah, um, right. uh, first you got Jared Bayless. Uh, of course, we all know Jared Bayless is able to uh, basically score. Um, the question is gonna be, can can he defend? I think he'll do okay as as a bench scorer. Uh, also got Sergio Rodriguez, who makes his return. Uh, hasn't been in the league since '09, um, and basically, uh, I think he can. He's a very good passer. I think he fits in. Um, I don't know if he starts, to be honest. Um, Probably not. I think it'll be Bayless and Henderson uh, yeah. starting. Um, but Bayless he can't defend at all, or at least he couldn't before. He's improved his three-point shot. So all he has to do is stand out on the perimeter and let Simmons kick to him. Um, Gerald Henderson signs uh, signed um, to play shooting guard. Basically, I think it's an upgrade over Stauskas. It's a damn sure upgrade over Isaiah Cannon. Um, so, um, so with uh, Gerald Henderson, he can knock down the mid-range. He can defend. Y'all got your Evan Turner on. And, uh, of course, you know, we got Ben Simmons. Uh, he had some a little bit of quad cramps uh, yesterday, so he'll be back on months. Thursday. But boy, that pass was nice. If you guys yeah. did not see that behind the head pass, 
he threw. Woo, boy, that shows you right there. Uh, you know, I was I was kind of behind the scenes saying that I think right now the better player would have been Ingram, but I was dead wrong after seeing him play yesterday. I'm damn happy with, with Ben Simmons. TJ McConnell looks solid. He'll be a good backup uh, point guard as well. And Rashawn Holmes, too. And Rashawn Holmes. Even Christian Wood, who they did not sign to a qualifying offer, he's stepping in trying to prove his worth. So, I like him. You know, hey, the Sixers hey, are going to be about, much, uh, much improved. Hey, what about Timotei? Luau. Oh, uh, Luau. That's the future. Hey, Timmy. He's, he's nice. Tim, Timmy's the franchise, obviously. Yeah. Um, he's, he's yeah. Nice. I love Luau. So, Pete, how do you rate the whole season? Hey, I'm giving it a, a A minus right now. I like it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna let y'all go. What is what, what do y'all think about the season's all season? Anybody want to jump in? A. Hell. Yep. The only other thing that can make it better is if they uh, remove the glut depth that they have at center. That's why I didn't give them an A or an A plus because they they still got that glut right there. I like it. Um, I'm gonna give them an A. Um, Sixers did some good moves. Uh, I like Henderson. He can shoot, defend. Uh, crazy uh, local product. Um, Bayless shot 43% from three last year. Bucks really gonna miss him if they can't get another shooter. Um, I like Sergio. If he's probably gonna be a camp tryout. Um, Simmons looks like he's gonna be pretty good. Uh, just needs to work on that shot. He made a he, he made one in the low post, which I liked. But uh, shot has to have more consistency, and his defense was pretty good. I think Jalen blocked him, yes. and then he blocked Jalen. That's gonna be a fun ride right there. Sixers Celtics. Jalen blocked him twice. Jalen blocked Simmons twice. What's What's crazy is the fact that they didn't give Simmons that other block. Like he, I, I think Simmons either had one block that didn't get counted or two that didn't get counted. But he had a blog and they didn't count it. But I saw it. Yeah, and they, and they didn't count Jalen. They gave Jalen two for seven, but he made three buckets during the game. It was yeah, weird. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's all rigged. Are you shooting the crowd? It's rigged. No, it's not. Um, okay, so Next. yeah, eight. Next, let's go to. Uh, I want to talk about the Hawks. This is. Ugh. We um, have to. Um, somebody, somebody going, I all right, no all right. I'm going to say this. I will say this. This is what I'll say. Um, Sam Sheehan over at the Celtics Reddit had an interesting conspiracy idea about this, about why Horford wasn't re-signed right away. And he may, if you look at the Celtics Reddit, you may be able to find it. It's a little bit back in post now. But he may have been made out to be the fall guy so they can start preparing for the rebuild. Because a lot of the way the things happened, like with the way Woj released his tweets, um, and then all of a sudden you see Al Horford release the Celtic Pride tweet like right after Woj puts it like, oh, Boston and Washington are backing off, they're falling, losing all hope of signing Al Horford, the Hawks are likely to get him, and then, you know, signs of the Celtics right after that last Woj tweet. And then he starts dishing out the salt. Um, I think they were trying to possibly prepare to get either younger or start changing things whatever that they were doing it just wasn't working it's always a second round exit projection the thing is Dwight Howard gives you your defensive rebounding but it's does he? he does he's the, he, no he's not a better player he's not a better <laughs> defender I'm not saying that no I didn't say you did I'm just saying does he though? He, he does give you 10, de- 10 rebounds I'll give you that Like he's a better defensive rebounder but but Budenhoser better be able to reach this dude. 
because otherwise the black hole issue is going to keep perpetrating. Like yeah. he needs to take a take a crash course at Hawks University under Coach Mike Budenholzer, so he can get him to be a team player and not want to keep going in the post and learn some actual moves. That's all I gotta say. Otherwise, it's 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 man. I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, Dwight Howard is garbage. I'm sorry. I cannot. No <laughs> post moves. I can't defend him at all. You have Hakeem Olajuwon down oh, there. Man. I cannot teach this mother soccer. He does not know how to turn around and put into the post. Yo, hold on. We got Michael Black down here. Like, come on now. Hey, like, the, uh, the cardboard cut out of Paul George for the 2K cover athlete has got more post moves moving around in the store than, than Dwight Howard has his whole career. I mean, it's, man, it's bad. Don't even get me started on Dwight Howard. Just know I don't like this offseason. I like re-signing Baysmore. I they like overreached. They overreached for Print and they overreached for Bembry. They could have got both of those guys bottom first, early second. And I absolutely hate the fact that they were trying to trade Paul Millsap. He's going to go into the season wanting a trade if they're not. Well, he's getting an option here, too, so they're going to have to deal him they, they at some point. Him. Yeah, yeah. They need, they're kind of going the path of the Bulls, in a sense. The only signing I like that the Hawks did was Malcolm Delaney um, because he had a strong – he played well over in Europe. He's very good at, at um, you know, basically running a team – very mature, can score. Um, he's going to be the kind of the yin to the yang of Dennis Schroeder. The question really is going to be, can the role guys, if Mike Scott can stay out of drug trouble. Um, if he doesn't, he's still got his court date. So. Yeah, if Muscala and Tim Hardaway Jr. can kind of step up off the bench, they might have a little bit better chance. But, I mean, Walter Tavares is still two years away, so they're not going to get much out of him. So they got hey, a lot of question so, marks. That means Splitter's gone, right? Well, no, Splitter, he's still there. He, he's he's still, still there. there, but he's recovering from injury, so I'm, I don't know how much, how effective he's going to be. He's I think the team could pull Splitter away for scrap. Honestly, I don't think they're gonna be. He should be. He should be healthy by the season starts. But uh, uh, I, 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 I get. C minus. I'll give him a B plus. Mm. I don't minus. know about the Hawks. Yeah, I don't. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I, I agree. C minus. It could change if they can maybe swing some, some, uh, a draft pick or two for you. But if they could swing, maybe if they traded Millsap, got some young assets, draft draft pick or two, hey, maybe you know. Because I, I they think do. they're going down. They look like they're gonna look like they're going down the same path as the Bulls almost. Because all, all they did was sign Dwight Howard to a crazy deal. Yeah. And, and and uh, re-sign Bazemore, and that was it. They, yeah. All they did was re-sign Bazemore and add Dwight Howard. I don't think that's that's not going to get you any closer. These are this no, is why they got worse. This is why. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is why I love Sam Hankey because he realized this. Uh, Danny Ainge had a different path. He was one of the only, I think he's the only GM in history who who's learned how to tank and get better at the same time. Um, Sam Hankey did it a different way. We're, we're going to be bad. Why there is a race, there is a marathon, there is a lottery every year, and the lottery is which mediocre team is going to try to step up and get swept by Braun in the playoffs this year. And for those who, you know, like the Hawks who want to go all in and, you know, sign all, all these guys or whatever, that's what y'all wanted them to do, that wouldn't have really done much. Not unless, unless you're adding star talent, unless you got KD, 
then I don't see you contending anyway soon. You're just going to get swept by the Cavaliers. So you can enjoy being in that sweepstakes if, if you want, but that's not a sweepstakes I want to be in. I, I want to build. Celtics want them to build. Milwaukee is building. So what's the point of trying to yeah. sign a whole bunch of mid-level contracts? I'm not going to get, get into that. Next team. Yeah. Um, hey, real quick, though. Sorry. Real quick, though. You know how the Hawks a year ago, they win the 60 games, right? They gave a lot of people false hope. Like, everybody knew that was just an anomaly. Like, everybody on this panel, I think, would agree. Did you think that Hawks team was a threat to come out of the East? Not really. A little bit. Yeah. I don't think I did. A little bit. Exactly. I think I said said they they, they, they had a chance. I think I said they they were good enough to make it to Eastern Conference Finals. After the first game, I was like, yeah, this is all fraud. Hey, here's the thing. If John Wall goes down, they don't get out of the second round. Exactly. Like that's never, never that if Nene gets one re- if 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 Nene Hilario gets one rebound, they are. Yeah, exactly. the you know who we're talking about, exactly. right? You know who we're talking about. Oh. Nene. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's that's why, like in December, when they won all those games in a row. No, December that's into January. Segue. Like that's a good segue. That. That's a good segue. Let's get into Washington. Uh, speaking of Nene. Um, Washington, they signed Jan Mahimi. They traded for Trey Burke for a 2021 draft pick. Uh, second round. Uh, don't hate the move. Um, they uh, got, I believe they got uh, Nick. I think they got Jason, Jason Smith signed today. Yeah, that, that I did not like. They got Nicholson too. Andrew Nicholson was a good one. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I love this. I, I love this offseason. I, I don't love like this I love this offseason. Um, no, because Burke. go ahead. The the reason why is the Trey Burke thing makes sense for them because now they don't have remote sessions. But the thing for I didn't like that makes a a lot less sense is now their front court has some huge jam with signing. You signed Jason Smith, you signed Jan Mahimi, you signed Nicholson. Um, Andrew Nicholson for the power forward. So you already had JJ Hickson on your roster. And I he's probably not going to make it through camp. I mean, well, the thing is, now you have a a glut in figuring out your rotations. Like, who's going to be the bench pieces? Who's going to be well, you know, think, garbage time? I think, well, I think Morris, Morris and Gortat start, and Mahindi yes. right. and, right. and right. Uh, Smith probably are the backups, and then you fill and in Nicholson Nicholson with spot minutes. And I think that's I think that's smarter than than it is a detriment because now Scott Brooks gets to go through lineups and he gets to think of things that could actually actually work. A lot of these guys are not going to make it through you know camp or you know um, the dude from the Magic. I can't even say his name. Um, well, no, 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 not, not all the contract signings. The, no, 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 no. Tomas Sadaransky. I'm talking about like yeah. I'm talking about like the guys like what's his name? Um, JJ. Um, and probably they're this is I, I like this all season basically is what I'm, I'm saying. Just for the fact they built an A, that's a plus right there. I yeah. like I like Trey Burke in this team. I was not a fan of him in Utah. But I, I I believe in miracles and I believe in career resurrections. And I think that learning behind John Wall might be actually able to help him. Scott Brooks really does good with bringing back the point guards. He knows how to, you know, use those guys to an advantage, um, i.e., you know, um, Derek Fisher. And he knows, like, Rich Jackson also. So I think that this is, you know, a good move. 
I like the I like Jan Mahimi because Jan Mahimi, a uh, rebounder, defensive cog that you could put in with Gortat and put him at the small ball five. Well, I think he is a five actually. Um, he is a five. Yeah. Yeah. Say, yeah. So he's Here's my thing about the Mahimi signing: great contract, great value, but the fit is just not right for well, them. I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't I don't know if it's not right. I think I think they would think it was a necessity to get a rebounder and yeah, a guy. signing made more sense than signing Mahimi to be in your backup center. Well, it all depends on minutes, but you know, that's up to Scott Scott Brooks. So what is, but, what are you all feeling for uh grade to roll up against the clock? I give him a B. B. I give him a plus. C plus. Okay. I'll go solid me. C. Solid C. I do like the Burke trade, though. I like that move. I like Trey Burke. Did they change their medical staff at all? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yes. You know, re-signing Bradley Beal to 113 million. Oh, 139 was it? 39? I think it was 128. 128. Okay, I'm thinking of Demar Derozan. But yeah, 128 uh, for five years, I believe. Five year max. Yeah. Don't hate well, it. You know, don't sleep on Sadoransky. Yeah, he that just, was that's a smart move. He just has to stay healthy, so I'm I'm going B plus. I'm going B plus. I, I, I asked that because I know Scott Brooks brought in some co- new coaching staff, but I didn't know if they brought any new medical people. I don't know that you do. Oh, hey, that's a legitimate question. That's fair. What's your grade, Ryan? Ah, uh, C plus. Like I, we'll see how it all fits because the the pieces, some of the pieces were good, and some of them just like, ow, why? So it's it's mixed. All right, let's take it to the West Coast. Um, let's twist our fingers as we talk about Mozgov, a.k.a. the future, a.k.a. Oh, the franchise. A.k.a. the first signing of, of the offseason. A.k.a. next Shaq. Let's get it. Um, the Lakers. The next big signed, Lakers center. The Lakers signed. Um, they called him right Mozgov. at the one. They got Lou Aldane. They signed Jordan Clarkson to four years, $50 million. He got robbed. He needs to tear that shit up. Carrie um, Black. Tear that contract up and go to Brian Cookalangelo. What's what you going off from, fam? Anyway, um, so those are the signings that they did. I don't uh, hate this offseason. I really don't. Uh, I guess I actually, I actually like it. Uh, I, I do it. There's nothing real, important in there. They're not going to be a playoff team. Real quick. No, 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 clearly. Stone back gonna... from the fucking shadow realm. Where the fuck have you been, anyway? <laughs> I've been like, here. You guys talking about teams that are just that are lottery that are just competing to be lottery. Like they, none of these are playoff potential teams. What like time see, to be a Cavs see, he's spoiled as hell because no, I'm not, he, yeah, not even Cavs, yo. It's just like no, I understand. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Playing. I have. I have champagne. In my I just. Legs. I don't know the the, the Lakers. Mozgov is cool. He's he's all right. I'm just tired of all these. It's crazy seeing these players get these unbelievable contracts because Mozgov is gonna, not worth anything close to that. Um, but okay. we're gonna get on that lastly. But so, what do you think about the offseason just for them? Like, what's your take, real quick? What just the Lakers? I mean, they signed some good pieces. I mean, they'll be somewhat competitive, but I mean, there's they made some good moves for. To, to not get to not go zero and eighty two. That's that's really it. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the I, gotta, I, like, I, I don't 
don't I don't mind the Mozgov signing actually. That doesn't really bother me. The Luol Deng is one that I'm not sure I'm not sure about the Luol Deng. Both signings are a waste, yo. Why? What like only, what? Only the reason. I, I the only thing I don't get about Luol like I are you gonna does that mean you're gonna bring Ingram off the bench or are you gonna move Luol Deng to the two? Which I think you play. No, he's a combo forward. You think he Lula, plays? Lula, you think Lula, play but now, so are you going to bring Randall off? Are you going to bring Randall that, off? That's the, the question. Now? That is the question. That is, that's, See, like some what, Ingram or Randall is going to be hurt by this. That's See, what I Luol Deng, he does not care about getting that ring anymore. He, no. as he should, um, <laughs> get your money. He said, he texted me. And he was just like, I want to go to the sunshine. I'm like, all right, it's lit. So say no more. <laughs> say no more. You know, like, I want to talk to the white women in LA. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, yeah. say no more, dude. Say no more. So, you know. Did he, wait, 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 wait. Q, Q, Q. Did, did, did he say that he can get jiggy with this shit? Yes. He, he did. He did. He did. That's all that, that's all that matters. I want to get jiggy with this. Anyway. The, hey, the, the bad thing. I love, the I love the signing. Mozgov move is they brought back Tard Black. Yes, he's undersized for a center, but he may end up playing more in a small ball lineup as the center than Mozgov because you can play Ding at the four, you have Ingram at the three, Clarkson at the two, and Russell at the one. So that lineup could end up being more utilized in a better, um, you know, better overall, I would say, because Mozgov to me. Yeah, you signed him for a lot of money, but I want to make some sense of of the Mozgov signing for people like Stowe who might not be able to um, you know, see just what's really going on because you know the late Lakers are really irrelevant. But they're making re- they're making moves that are getting them towards relevancy. And I want to break this Mozgov move down real quick, and then we'll get into grades and move on. Um, Mozgov, he is their bogey. Um, you have. A guy who really is a liability in terms of his shot. He can't do anything in terms of offense besides dunk. But that's bogey. And with Luke Walton coming in as coach, follow me here, they're worried about one thing, and that is developing their young core of four guys. And that four guys, as we all know, are D'Angelo Russell, Jordan Clarkson, and Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle. And I also want to throw Larry Nance in there because I like yes. that guy. I think yes. he'd be good. Yes. Um, he's got good you know, pedigree, too. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got a leaper. Man, but I, I love it. Um, with Mozgov, his whole purpose there is to be put your hands up when a guy brings it into the paint and come out and set these picks. That's all Bogut was used for. That's all Bogut's value really was for them. In uh, Golden State, and Luke Walton wants to replicate that hey, to develop. Can hit, and, and Mozgov can hit a free throw. Yeah, and Mozgov can actually hit a free throw from time to time. So I like the move. I like Luol Dang there as that guy who to show you how to be a pro. And I like that guy. You know, I I want that guy in my locker room. And Luol yeah. Dang, being the veteran that he is, he's only gonna show people like Brandon how to defend even better than he is. So I, I love that. These are developmental moves for their four young guys. And I'm giving I'm giving this offseason A minus. I really uh-huh. I'm giving them an A minus. I'm giving them an A minus in the stance of development. I'm not giving them an A minus in terms of oh they're gonna be contending. No, it's oh, development right. 
A minus. So I, I love that. Um, what's yeah. what's 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 y'all's grades? D. Um. <laughs> easy D. <laughs> Um, I'll give it. Go ahead. I'll give it a. I I'll give it a C. Like I kind of understand the wall they move, but you have to figure he's gonna like be the sixth or seventh man because you have to play Ingram, and you also have to play you know Julius Randle because those are your you know two young guys, and that's you know like one of you guys said, Luol Dane's like a kind of a forward with his ability to play at the three. And the four, and that's where Ingram and uh, Randall play. So maybe Lil Dane is their first forward off the bench. Probably. Yeah. Um, and I'm following Moscow. So, yeah, I'll give it a C. My, my issue with them is their value of the contracts because they could have got Moscow for less money. That's exactly also, what And yeah. then Luol Dang as well because I don't mind the Luol Dang signing. But there was um who was the player that was compared to? Uh, I think you could have done like a, a three or four year deal for like maybe thirty ish million around there. Um, then he may you, hopefully they play him off the bench, but we'll see. Uh, but the big the big problem that they screwed up on was not using taking advantage of the Gilbert Arenas rule for Jordan Clarkson's contract. Mm-hmm. So that's Can that's really that? what what's what's your grade? I, I give them a C- because at least they understand they're going to be taking a long rebuild that nobody wants to sign with the Lakers like they used to. All right, Pete? C-, and I stand corrected when I said Tarek Black in the small ball. I forgot about Julius Randle. He'll be the small ball five. So if they can uh, run it. I still think that, that Tarek Black ends up playing more potentially than Mozgov. Um, as the season goes on, if if Mozgov doesn't come out, you know, also, that's not inspiring. Is, me, uh, so. Do we know if uh, Ibaka Zubak is going to be playing? Yeah, Zubak should be yeah. playing. He, he's he's yeah. going to be playing. That, anyway, uh, Matt, what's your grade? Uh, I, I'm going to give him a solid C. And, uh, you know, I the Luol thing is, I mean, you bring in a veteran, you know, to, to teach these guys how to play which, you know, is not bad, but like, you know, everybody's saying it's going to hurt Ingram and Randall. So, you know, that's that's the question mark there. But I do like, like, I'm going to give the NBA, the draft I consider as part of uh, offseason and the Brandon Ingram, you know, draft. That was big, getting him. That was huge. And the big man you all were just talking about. Chibot. That was big as well. Yeah, yeah, that was big. So a solid C. All right, we got three more teams to get through real quick. I think we're gonna be oh, able to get more thoughts in. We're gonna talk about the New York Knicks, mm-hmm. Mike Lee's team, um, home of pizza. I'm kidding. Uh, so they're gonna be signing. I believe. I believe they traded for Derrick Rose. They signed Courtney Lee. They have. Uh, they have renounced Langston Galloway's contract. Somebody needs to get on that immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. You, you are more going to get everybody there. But, uh, get him! Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Sign so, that man. They picked you know. up Hernan Gomez and Kuzminkas. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. Hernan so Gomez. those were two Hernan Gomez's brother. for the future. So we don't have, have have that much time for, like, you know, to go in-depth. But I just right. think, you know, seeing Rose, seeing these guys, this is a potential group. We, we have to see how this gels together. You have a ball down in the point guard. Uh, what's, everyone's, what's everyone's grade? 
They're back in the playoffs. I say a B. Okay. I think they're gonna be like a I'm solid seven seed. So I give, I also give it a B. I'm I'm going B plus. I'm gonna give them a B plus, and I actually think they're gonna be. I think they could get like the East, the way it's working out, move. I think anywhere from two through eight is almost wide open. I actually think I could see the Knicks finishing as high as two, but as low as eight or nine. You know, so I, you know, if if everything works out perfect for them. Today, no injuries. Injuries and all that stuff, so I'm going to go... It's very optimistic. I'm going to go B-minus. Good off season mm-hmm. so Same. far. Same. Except B-minus. Minus. This B-minus could turn into an F in yes. one second. Mm-hmm. Because, of how, much, hey, because can, can, of how much team yeah, control and the value of their contracts. Yeah, and D-Rose needs are... They have to hold up. Question, so what, if... It's, I was gonna say, Phil Jackson either looks like a complete genius or a damn idiot. Yeah, he looks, he's he's either gonna look like a psychic or a guy with a damn tinfoil hat. But anyway, <laughs> moving on, moving on. Uh, let's talk about San Antonio Spurs real quick. Uh, they traded Boris Diaw to um, the Utah Jazz. That's the next thing that we're gonna get on in Toronto. So we're gonna close out with them and. Um, they have traded Boris Diaw to the Jazz. They they signed Pau Gasol. Tim Duncan is weighing whether he wants to retire or not. The world is ending, and I believe that's pretty much it for their modest offseason. Oh yeah, and David West signed with the Warriors, so he's gone. Well, they're gonna get Davis Bertans, their draft pick. Yeah, um, from overseas. He's a, he is a lights out shooter. Yeah, he's um, he's gonna be that guy. And Livio Jean Charles is rumored to come over as well. He's not probably going to have much of an impact um, right away. But look out for a big impact this year from Kyle Anderson. Yeah, Kyle's out here dropping oh 29. On, to Kyle's like, this is like his eighth year in the summer league. Like, he should be doing this. He should yeah. be doing this. But anyway, how do y'all grade this very modest first offseason? I'd say a B because they're still going to be top top two in the in the West. So, I mean, pretty much no matter what they did, hell, you know, they're, they're going to be right there just because of Popovich's coaching and and Ginobili coming back is a positive. I think Diaw, um, that gives the opportunity for Bertans and, um, you know, whoever, or Bertness and whoever, um, you know, else they can kind of get in there maybe uh, to play the four. Even Kyle Anderson's kind of bulked up. He might be able to play kind of that Ben Simmons powerful point guard. Hopefully he's gotten a little faster. But, um, so, I think I think I think San Antonio was banking on San Antonio was banking on Kawhi taking that next step. Like he made yep. great steps this uh, season, but he couldn't close against KD. I think they're waiting for him to get that, you know, that killer in him, and I think that's gonna happen this season. Ryan, they resigned Boban. True. What's your grade, Ryan? Yes. For Utah or San Antonio? Uh, San Antonio. Um. They did make the trade for Diaw. Um, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the Gasol signing. And if Tim Duncan does retire, that hurts them so much. Um, it's a B minus. Um, Utah to me had an A minus. Okay, Dakota, what's up with you? Dakota, what's your grade? Uh, I'll give it. I'll give their off season. It's a regular B. They're they're dispersed and they're probably gonna win sixty games again. 
Yeah, I like it. Um, I'm going for Popovich, man. This is just textbook. I'm gonna give them, give them a B. I'm gonna give them a straight up B, just just because Pau Gasol just makes too much sense for the Spurs. It's like, it's like a. Uh, anyone else didn't get the grade, Matt? Yeah, I I I'll go with a B minus. Uh, you know, I agree with Ryan. You know, B minus. All right, rapid fire. And I agree with Ryan on the Jazz. I agree with Ryan on the Jazz. They did a great we're, we're job. About, we're about to get them right now. Um, very rapid fire. Um, next couple of, I think we have one more team after this. So Utah Jazz, they made some shitty moves. They made some good moves. They made yes. great. Said they made so many moves that we're gonna be doing so many moves. We're gonna be winning again. I'm talking like Donald Trump, anyway. You have, no. <laughs> you have, you have... Make America great again. We're going to be winning so many games that they're going to stop us from playing games. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so you have um, traded Trevor Booker to Brooklyn. And I believe they... Ryan, do you have the uh, info on Utah? I think they had made a way more moves than what I'm saying. Well, they drafted Marcus Page... Great move. Um, you know, but he's probably not going to play. Uh, basically, they got a glut at point guard because Joe Hill. George Hill's um, there. Uh, Ryle Hill's there. there. Exum will be back this year. Um, he's, he be you know, going to see, curious to see what he does. Rodney Hood's going to step up again this year. Joe Johnson, of course, that was their big signing. They get a closer. I like that signing. Um, I think he might fit him better in Utah than he fit in. Um, Miami, actually, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be that guy. Just very, 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 very quick, quick after this run. Um, I think he's gonna be that guy who, towards the end of the season, where they need like two or three more wins to get in. I think he'll step up big to close out games for them. But what's up, Ryan? Very quick. U- U- Utah made uh, their starting five probably the best defensive starting five. All right. And I want to make this point real quick. This is probably the best team besides Cleveland that has a, has a, has a chance at stopping Golden State. Um, well, it's, it's, it's Cleveland, Utah, and Boston to me. Yeah, I think I think I don't know if Boston has anything to stop KD and Steph, but they're in there. They're in that top three. But I don't know if any team can stop that team. But we'll, but we'll so see. Is is George Hill going to be the starting guard? And they're going to bring X? Are they going to go with? X? Yeah, I don't know. they're probably going to. They're probably going to bring X off the bench because. Where are they going with combo injury? Last year, I believe they they were going combo. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, next team, real quick. Last team that we're, we're going to talk about. The last team Kings? that did that did anything. Uh, no, no, we're not even going to talk about the Kings. They're just so. I want to talk about. I, I want to talk about Dallas because Dallas is the most uh. interesting. Um, Dallas, Steph Curry on the two-year deal, like it. Um, awesome. They they yeah. literally they just massaged the hell out of that that deal for Golden State to get KD. Was if Mark Cuban was smart, he would have let them drown. Uh, it's funny though but, that he did that with his comments before. It's crazy. Uh, Bogan, Ninety-four million for Barnes though. How do you? Ninety-four million for Barnes, and they uh, signed, here we go. and they traded for Bogan. Um, I've already made Bogan. my peace with Harrison Barnes. He can ride now, <laughs> for all I care. Um, overall though, I, I, I do like the offseason. Um, very very quickly, I like the offseason. Uh, it's gonna if Dirk, I think Dirk resigns for a two-year deal. Yes, also. he did. He so did. now, so now you got Wesley. I think you're gonna have. Darren Williams and, came back. And you and you have they'll, Seth. They'll be competitive, but I don't think they'll make it out of the first round again. They probably won't. Um, they 
and the thing is though that they're fucked because they they don't have a draft pick this year either. So it's like they had to take. So it's oh. it's pretty bad. It's 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 definitely it's definitely bad for them. Um, grade, real quick, I'm going to give them a C plus. I like the offseason. It's just not anything wild because they did lose Chandler Parsons, but that could be a blessing in disguise. Yeah. He never played. Mm. He was always hurt. No, he, he, he did. He did play. I think yeah. he had internal conflict with the Dallas um, medical staff because some people were saying that he wanted to play, but they were holding him back or he didn't want to play, and they were trying to force him out there. And they were on opposite ends all the time. And I find it funny Sounds how like a guy, who nev- I find it funny how a guy who never played is getting, oh, I'm never going back to that team. You you barely played anyway. Like, no one's going. Maybe they should be Barkley anyway. Um, do you want to get into the Kings? Because we do have time. If, King, uh, oh, uh, Ken Cantonella is slowly but surely making smart moves over Vladdy Divac in terms of contracts. Aaron Aflalo had a two-year deal. Uh, Joel Anthony, I guess for a culture presence. And, um, Anthony Tolliver. I just want them to sign Dion Waiters. I needed that. I really wanted yeah. that. <laughs> but now they, uh, we're going to sign Dion to a five-year $113 million. The thing that me is they, they've got Costa Kufis, they've got Cauley Stein, and they've got uh, and they draft Papayanis. The big Papayanis. He's 7'2". He's probably, I think he's about 260, 270. So I just, I, I don't get that move. You know, basically you trade with Phoenix, you know, to get go back in the draft. And you take... Basically, you get Malachi Richardson for Bellinelli, which mm-hmm. Malachi's not better than Ben McLemore, sorry to say. Trade Ben and Philly, please do it, please. They, they got Bellinelli for a first-rounder. That was yeah. a good move. We are up uh, against the uh, break, so let's get uh, grades for Sacramento. No, I want to get one more team in. Uh, right. Sacramento. I, I give it a give it a B minus. I'm going. Solid B. I'm going C minus. I'd say a D plus. Right now, the draft was bad. Yeah, I, yeah. The offseason signings are good. Yeah. What's up, Dakota? C minus. Okay, C minus from Matt. Dakota, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. What's up? What's your grade? I'll give it a C minus. So he's giving it an I for irrelevant. Um, so <laughs> can we? Can we, <laughs> what? Can we? Can we all agree that the Rockets get an F? The the uh, Rockets. Yeah. We're, we're not even going to talk about the Rockets. I want to talk yeah, about Portland because they signed the villain, uh, Evan Turner, and we would uh, be remiss to not talk about that deal. Yeah, shit. Um, yes. it's bad, man. Um, Portland. <laughs> it's fantastic. Portland. Yeah. <laughs> Portland. Portland. I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll tell you this. If, Port, if Terry Stotts can make this team into playoffs again. Might be top two coach right now. Like honestly, this is this is a challenge for me. Five. Uh, five. I mean, you've got. If he can get him in the playoffs, he is in conversation with Brad Stevens easily. Yeah, top five. Top five. Yeah, yeah, and Brad Stevens right now is probably two, so he's right there for me. So if he can get there, then we we'll see. But they sign Evan Turner, they lose Henderson, they um. They they signed Evan Turner to seventy million dollars. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. terrible! And and they're gonna have to pay CJ. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. wonderful for the Celtics. It's terrible for them. Um, <laughs> they might as well have just oh, paid Harkless. Yeah, I I know, know. Harkless. That's a free agent. Yep. Myers Leonard's a free agent. 
No, he's restricted. Alan Crabb's a free agent. Both restricted. No, I mean, you could run you could run Napier as as your backup, but why would you? So basically, McCollum will have to play double duty again. Then you don't really address your backup center spot. So it's like, what are you really doing? You have no interest in Festus Azili. What are you going to do for rim protection? Because you got Plumley and, and, and Davis, and that's not really much well, rim Pete, protection. Pete, we do have two bigs over here for the taking. Hey, but there's nobody. Hey, there's nobody that I would really want from their team outside of. Hey, you give me McCollum for for before I'll take that shit all day. But that ain't. I happening. mean, I That's might right. sign and trade. I I might sign and trade for Crab if it, if if the contract Chill. is good. Yeah. Chill. It ain't happening. Hey, I'm with like Crab. Crab is. Yeah, great. I like Crab too, but. I think he's going to end up – he has to go back to Portland because what other yeah. shooter are they going to have outside of Lillard and – Evan Turner is going to be the playmaker. He's going to do what he did. Really. <laughs> I do like, did, did they re-sign Al? Did they sign Al for Farouk or is he already signed? No, he wasn't oh, a free agent. He's, 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 okay, he's on a Jay Crowder right, contract. He's on a Jay Crowder contract. All right, worry, worry. All right, so anything that we missed? I don't think so. Memphis? We have two no. Memphis? The Raptors Carson. got worse. Uh, Just real quick. Grades, grades for the uh, Memphis. We have Parsons. They re-signed Conley to the biggest deal over Jordan, over Kobe, over KD, everything. <laughs> uh, best deal that the Memphis Grizzlies are going to get for a pretty good point guard. I think he's a borderline top five in terms of stats and efficiency and everything that he does. He's underrated. Underrated. He's, underrated. he's really good. He's, he makes that team go. But let's let's get grades in because they signed Parsons. They wanted to sign uh, Courtney Lee, or was it? Uh, I think they wanted to sign Courtney. No, they wanted no. to sign Eric, Eric Gordon. We but left they, out Matt Barnes for Sac- Sacramento. He went because Dave Yeager <laughs> loves him. Yeah, and I think Lance Stevenson is going to make a move back to Indiana. But um, you know, we can go a minute or two over. You know, but it's it's all good. Uh, what's the grade? Memphis. Hell, I, I'll give them a B plus just bringing back Connolly and then adding Parsons. I think they got eights. They, they got. I mean, they're better than. I think they got a they're, little bit better. They're going to be in the playoffs. I'd they, say they, yeah. Yeah. Probably, they got better. They finally got a shooter. They got a free agent signing. They got Wade. Wade Baldwin. Yeah, they got a. They got a free agent signing, and they got somebody that can shoot the basketball. It's a you know, Parsons. They have space now. They have space. Well, what a time to be alive for, for Memphis Grizzlies fans. We'll see what Parsons can do if he can stay healthy and see what's going on there. Um, real quick for Indiana grades, let's just go. Uh, they they signed Al Jefferson. They traded, not traded. They um trade. Yeah, they did trade. They traded George Hill to Utah and Jeff Teague. Now uh, they lost Jan to um, Washington. Washington. And they're, they're rumored to be linked to Rudy Gay. Uh, not Rudy a big Gay. fan of the offseason. Could have gotten Jaleel Okafor to do what. Al Jefferson can do right now for four years, $16 million. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Larry. Um, but other than that, <laughs> I think um, we're going about a probably C minus. I don't yeah, know. I'll give him C minus. I got C. Yeah. I just, with the, with the Pacers, I don't understand, like, what they're going to do, like, offensively, because we know that Al Jefferson can't run which is something, you know, that uh, Teague and Monty and George and Miles Turner can do. But when, you know, 
Al Jefferson on the court as Shigley. He runs court. like a T Rex. Like it's it's it's, yeah. it's really sad. Yeah, but they got Thad Young and they could run Miles Turner and bring Jefferson off the bench as their. I do like Thaddeus Young. Thaddeus Young came over from Brooklyn. He signed. I think it was a three-year deal, two-two-year deal. Or did they over the trade? Let, let's, 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 let's trade with the Nets. Yeah, for the 20th pick. Let's dispel the, the notion that Reggie Miller thinks that they're going to contend against uh, the Cavaliers. Um, number two, they'll be good. They'll be better than last year, but I just oh, don't, yeah. I think they may be the only team whose offensive pace drastically switches from the starters to the bench players. Like, if they're going to be a, like a faster pace with the starters, and the bench is just going to drop all the way in the lower half. Like, it's... it's. I don't fully I, understand. Maybe they're going to kind of have Monte run with Jefferson. Not run with Jefferson, but I mean... He should come off have, the bench. He should. Yeah, he's going to... He should. Yeah. But they're, they're racing... I'll tell you right now, last point, and then uh, we're going to wrap, wrap up here with uh, just the predictions for the season. Um... They are slowly but surely making Paul George's free agency decision so much easier. And I will say this right now, Paul George is going to be on notice. I think he's up in 2018. If they continue to put these mediocre, mid-level talents around him, teams like Boston, teams like Philly, teams even like Washington might have to cap by then, teams like um, Sacramento. The Lakers. Of the Lakers, if they're good, but they probably have Ingram, so he probably wouldn't want to step on his yeah. side. Well, they, um, I mean, but you know, Ingram could probably at some point play the four if he gets a little stronger. Uh, he's he really got to get a lot, a lot stronger, but that's yeah. the point. They're making his decision easier. If these first round exits keep piling up, I think Paul George will be on the move 2018. Um, I want to wrap up the show. Ryan's going to uh, outro us out, but before I do that, well, before he does that, um, I want to get one prediction from everybody. One bold prediction from everybody for this I just, season. I know where I'm going. I'm gonna let me start this off, and 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 Q, you may have heard me say that. I know Pete knows this. I think Minnesota Timberwolves can get as high as five in the West. Jesus, it sounds crazy. I think they can get as high as five. Did they trade Ricky yes. Rubio yet? I don't, even if they don't make any moves, as they're constructed right now, I think they can get as high as five. It's a bold like prediction. Them. They're going to make the playoffs, though. They will Dunn be is, in the playoffs. Dunn is going to be great. I love – yeah, they got Towns. They got Wiggins. They got Chris Dunn. Uh, they got a fantastic team. Thibodeau is the coach. They're definitely right. in the playoffs, but I think they can get as high as five. Ryan, what's your uh, bold prediction for this season? Rockets miss the playoffs. Got you. All right, uh, Matt. I'm sorry, not Matt. Uh, Pete. Sixers win 24 games, and Joe Joel Embiid proves everybody wrong, and he dominates on the defensive end. I'll out. take that all day. day. I'll That's take that all day. I'll take that all day. Dakota. Utah Jazz will be the fourth seed. Woo! Really getting the takes out. I like the team. Stowe, I already know. Stowe's like Cleveland beats Golden State in the finals. Like, go ahead, Stowe. Oh my God, yo! No, I honestly, I think, uh, I, I, I say, watch out for the Celtics, and I also believe, uh, 
I, I think the East is going to be a bit more competitive than people believe. I also don't have as much faith as you guys do in the Knicks. I think that's going to be not good at all. Oh, yeah, uh, they could totally fall out. They could. But they could totally fall the out, East yeah. is going to be more interesting than, than people think, and I, I think oh, we're going to have we're, 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 in, we're in for a good season. My prediction, Jimmy Butler, DeMarcus Cousins, will be gone from their teams at the trade oh. deadline. Shit. Water is wet. I mean, with with Vlade, he's so stubborn he might not do it. Well, this, I'm gonna go true. there. He's reaching his ending point. Those teams, they're gonna make moves. You're gonna look out for the Sixers. Gonna look out for the Celtics because those GMs will be looking to make a move. Um. So yeah, man, Ryan, you wanna outro us out? Okay, so the last point we didn't address, uh, why these contracts are so crazy? Well, because the owners in this, that made the CBA back in 2011 after the lockout decided not to address anything about a hard cap. What do I mean by that? The NFL has a hard cap. The NBA does not. It's pretty soft. It's pretty uh, lucid. It's pretty free-flowing. That's why you got Mike Conley as the highest-paid player in the league because of his leverage. It's an open market. You best believe the CBA will be renegotiated very soon because with this super team, this was what they tried to prevent was when the Miami Heat did it. Now that it happened, be on the watch because these owners are going to be pissed. They already texted lockout, them. Lockout. Uh, I don't know about that yep, because they're still going to make a ton of money. So, But they're, just believe they're going to be pushing forward. Let's renegotiate the CBA immediately so we can get a hard cap or start getting some new deals of how things work in the cap for future contracts. Because if, 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 if teams can take advantage of this again and stack up again, there will be blood. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our free agency frenzy. We went seven, eight minutes over. Um, this has been Dead in Sports. I want to thank everybody on this panel. First and foremost, follow all the guys. Follow Big Stowe on Twitter. Stowe, give us that handle. That's Big Stowe, B-I-G-S-T-O. Dakota, give us that handle. Dakota, D-A-K-O-T-A, underscore, S-C-H-M-I-E-T. And at Plug the YouTube. Redick, R-I-D-I-C, upside, and YouTube.com slash Buckscat. Matt, give us that handle. Where where we can contact you and all your stuff? At Meek Mill 1981, yes. You can give me my L. L. You can give me my L. You hold this one, dude. Pete, give us that handle. Uh, at Pete Toll, so P E T E T O A L uh, on Twitter. Um, you know, basically, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, yeah. much respect, Ryan. What's the what's the handle? Of course, at R L S zero zero three. Make sure you follow off the bench as well. O F F T H A B E N C H. All these guys do incredible work, and I am. Q got no rings because I don't have any rings yet. But when the Sixers get one, I will change it to Q got one ring. So follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Q got no rings. This has been another episode of Dead End Sports. The guys will be back in about at least two weeks. We took over. We hacked them. Hope you all enjoyed it. We're gonna get on so many more things in the coming two weeks. And uh, appreciate everyone for listening, commenting. Shout out to Cheryl. Everybody, give give a shout out to Cheryl real quick. Let's all say, what's up, Cheryl? Let's, let's Cheryl. all say that. What's up, Cheryl? Enjoy your super team. Shout out. Warriors. Shout out to her. And uh, that's going to be it for uh, this episode. Peace. Peace, y'all.